think we made a really mm-hmm. good discovery on this conversation about like why fathers typically get shitty gifts because they usually buy all the shit and if the shit that they really want you can't afford so that's really why dads get the shit right because nigga we can't impress you we that's can't true. no matter what we do we I'm can't not getting you that watch I'm not yeah, buying you that you're not watch get, you're not <laughs> getting that car you're not getting that car for me <laughs> not for whatever me whatever that limited right. edition whatever, whatever the fuck that is yeah, yeah. I'm not getting that now, that big screen TV that we all want but you want more and than that, everybody I can't buy that and that's shit, so that. funny <laughs> for real that's for so real. funny you say that man cause I'm like pop I'm like pops what you want he be like well, I just want a Porsche I'm like really I'm like ooh baby I can't get that for you you know so I agree I'm like I can't get that for you pop I ain't got it but I'm out there we gonna work Towards and, and then and then a good dad don't know that dad will yeah. be like you know what I know they can't yeah. give me that fucking shit I want so I'll take these fucking puppet socks they made these fucking <laughs> socks I'll take this tie oh, shit. socks thank you for the card yo your trash tie I'll be like, I'm good with it I'm good with it <laughs> the sophisticatedly ratchet podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything six black queens and kings from new york city sharing our views on black lifestyle culture relationships religion and current events here at sr we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up now let's talk our wild shit Mo, I know why you're hot. Yo, Mo, you're hot. Yeah, you got your shit. We live. We live. That's how the rich people. What up? You you look like you cold, nigga. (laughs) Unbutton that shit just a little bit, my nigga. Yeah, that's why you hot as hell. It'll be off. She got a whole turtleneck going under that shit. Yeah, because I wasn't. That's why I knew I was sitting by the window. I should have came without my regular shirt under there. I mean, it's it's, it's Versace, so it's okay. I mean, you know, nobody going to tell you nothing. You good. You good. Versace, Versace, Versace. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, man, let's get it. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. This is your boy, Mash, a.k.a. the Spew Guy, Drip, Drip. Please say the motherfucking Drip, Drip. I'm here with my team today, the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Gang. I'd like to take a second to introduce my queens and kings. I'm going to start with the Ice Queen, TJ. How are you feeling today, Queen? What up, Tribe? What up, Mash? I'm feeling Mm. amazing. The streets are open. It's summertime. Mm. It's Gemini season. Mm. That's a fact. Don't, it's everything don't, I love. We have a special day coming up very, very soon in the month of June. I know we, I know we got a special event coming up. What's, yes. What, what is that again? Can you remind me? Day. Is it a... it's, it's, the, it's the annual Ooh. birth of me being 26 Ooh. again. Oh, nice. 26 is a, is a very That's sexy very year. Okay. year. Oh, okay. fuck you. Fuck you, uh, Shake. That... Fuck boy. Fuck you, fuck boy. That is a very appropriate year because you look 26, girl. You look 26. Thank you. Thank you. It's the annual Mm -hmm. anniversary of my 26th birthday. TJ, you a Gemini, right? I am. Gemini all day. Now, I believe Geminis are the most emotional sign. I just want to let you know, like, even though your birthday coming up and all that, I I, I feel I stand true to that that statement. Y'all are the most emotional sign. Knowing you, like, you are an emotional person. I just want to let y'all know y'all crazy, though. Wow. We crazy. Absolutely. Yo, Mo, you co-sign that? Yo, yo, Mo, you, wait, 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 wait. Yo, Mo, you co-sign that? Mo, you co-sign that? Co-sign what? Crazy? Whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, just just give crazy. it an emotional part, at least. Even if you don't want to say on air that she's crazy. No, I don't think she's crazy. I don't think Gemini. Yeah. Cancers are I emotional, think, yeah. really. 
I'm on the cusp. I think she could be emotional when it's warranted, though. I mean, not just be crying out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I'm mm. emotional. Yeah, yeah. Sounds she like a fact. Sounds like a yes. That sounds like a yes. That sounds like a yes. That's what I said. I'm emotional. All right, I would definitely, hate, I would definitely know some emotional chicks, but I don't see TJ being. Right. Thank you, Shay. It's the Gemini's, bro. All right, so I'm gonna just go out and just say this happy birthday to you, TJ. Thank you. You're very welcome, Queen. May you enjoy many, 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 many more 26 birthdays. Amen. You deserve them. Amen. Thank you. Thanks. Happy Thank birthday. You. Thank you. No doubt. Ooh. Um, we'll swing it over to the philosopher. Flash, Ooh. how are you feeling today, King? No, I'm feeling real good, King. Everything is peace. I'm in a good mood. And we here. That's a bad. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm gonna take it to number three. Lucky number three. Uh Lil Mo, how you feeling today, Queen? Bam. <laughs> What's up, guys? Bam. I'm feeling amazing. I'm good. I'm good. You know, always your Bronx girl. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's, that's a, fact. a fact. We love when you come through. You looking pink today. What what of made you course. want to throw in this floral color? Is that is that a is that a robe it's, you got on today? It's a robe. I, I, I match. I can't match my counterpart. Oh, my oh, bestie TJ. So I got the Versace on today. You oh, know, oh must little, be nice. Must little, be nice. You know. Looks cozy. Looks real cozy. <laughs> Very cozy. Very Luxurious. Cozy. I'm gonna I'm, I'm swing it over to my man, the Wanderer, sir. How are you feeling today? He looking confused. He looking like a wanderer. Really, right he, now. he do look confused. He's looking confused. Talking to me. Talking to me. You not shit. Oh, sorry. You, you I'm not, sorry. You not the wanderer. For a second over here. What up, baby? This piece of shit don't even know his name. Yeah, I'm mean, the wanderer, son. I'm in the house. You, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm, whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, though, bro. Thanks for shouting me out. Thanks for All shouting right, no me out. No doubt. No doubt. And last but not least, we got my man Sly Boogie, the introvert, my guy. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling real good, man. Happy to be alive. What's good, everybody? Peace. Peace. So, I want to start today's episode by introducing... What, what did I... What are you pointing? Who are you pointing to? I didn't know we introduced Flash, but okay. We did, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm no, to you. It's, it's, it's all Sorry. good. I'm a good moderator. Oh, I got God. this covered. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I don't know, because he went right where, after you. Where you I been? About? I'm high, nigga. You high. <laughs> yeah. You still high? You still high? <laughs> okay. I am. I might be high. I, I, I might be high. I'm hungry as hell. Wait, wait. You was high? I don't know. I had a mint, but I chewed it up and I went right to sleep. Mo is an idiot. We're like, okay, we're going to take two mints and we're going to no, like... No, I, 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 I said, said tip. I said tip. Should I take one? She gets them. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to choose. And choose it. Choose it. Everybody's sucking on it. She chews it and swallows. We're like, oh shit. She was knocked the fuck out. I mean, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy the experience? I don't know what the experience was. All right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you with us today. I'm glad you with us today. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So look, right. so in today's episode, we want to talk about two special holidays that are upcoming or have come, depending on what time you're listening to this recording. Um, first holiday is Juneteenth. Big up Juneteenth. We clap yeah. it up okay. for Juneteenth. All right, let's do team. What up, what up, right, what up? Here we go. We clap it up for Juneteenth and Father's Facts. Day. Those are the two holidays that we want to discuss in today's episode. Um, TJ's birthday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And... And TJ's birthday, you know, her 26th annual birthday. These are all holidays, all great, great. Very, very momentous occasions that all require recognition. All require recognition. I took the honor and privilege of moderating the uh, Juneteenth episode because I wanted to talk about it. And I lied to you, TJ. I gave you the wrong information last week when we spoke. About? When When we talked separately about Juneteenth, I didn't tell you the right thing. I told you. I told you it in pieces, right? And I think it's important to get clear context in order to really like understand something. 
So, all right, educate me. Slavery's trash. We all know what slavery is, right? Of course, of course. Slavery is basically one of the worst things that you could do to another person. You basically strip them of all your human condition. The transatlantic, yeah. the transatlantic slave trade was the beginning of slavery in America. Transatlantic slave trade started in 1450, and it went until about 1809, right? So that's 400 years. That's 400 Damn. years of people being taken from Western and Central Africa and brought over to the Americas. That's five generations. Five generations. Because we live yeah. to we're like eight, about, you know, 100 about, years old sometimes. Yeah. That's I mean, approximately younger back then. It could have been like six. That's approximately. It could have been even more than that because we were bred. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, could it be even more than that? Soon as they turn 13, wise, but... 14, right? Facts. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's approximately wow. 17 million people was brought mm-hmm. over from Africa to America. Ugh. Right. What about the Caribbean? This is only America. America's. It's it all extends. the Americas. It's okay. all the Americas. The Caribbean counts as, as the Americas. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I'm we learning also, shit today. Okay. We, we also don't take into consideration the amount of people that died in the passage yes. from Africa to the Americas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an undocumented amount of people, but it's estimated that like, I, I don't even want to misquote it, but it's like one in every three make it. Wow. So a big aspect of the economy of insurance was generated through the transatlantic slave trade because they had to insure their cargo. If they knew that the whole cargo was going to make it, they had to make their money back somehow. And this is how insurance companies became so big is because of the transatlantic slave trade. Just drop an extra little nugget. Ooh. Oh, wow. So, okay. so really? now you have transatlantic slave trade that goes on for 400 years. Throughout that time, you have all these people who have been enslaved in America and they built the economy in America. The first mm-hmm. slave arrived in Jamestown in 1609. So 1609 is about, about 200 years of economic growth of America was built on slavery. When I was in school, I was taught the whole war between the Civil War was like the North and the South. And it was about agriculture versus industry. But it wasn't mm-hmm. about agriculture versus industry. It was about slavery. Mm-hmm. Because the issue was, was in the South, mm-hmm. most of their money came from agriculture, which was a byproduct of slavery. And the issue was when it came to politics. The right. South wanted to count their slaves as political numbers when they voted. And the North was like, nah, you can't do that because they had so many slaves in the South, they would outnumber every political vote. So that's when they mm-hmm. decided to make them three-fifths of a person. This is when that yeah. jargon comes into conversation. Oh, wow. So they can actually have oh, weighted, you know, population vote. Civil War starts. The North is like, nah, I, we can't have that. Y'all got to abolish slavery. Lincoln issues the Emancipation Proclamation, right? And that's basically... Halfway through the Civil War, they, they have this announcement where he says, basically, all persons held as a slave within any state or designated part of a state, the peoples there shall be in rebellion against the United States, shall be thereforth and forward free forever. Right? So he makes this declaration in 1863, but the war doesn't end until 1865. When the war ends, when the Civil War ends, a lot of the Southern states start to free their slaves, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. As they slowly start to free them, the most furthest southern state, Texas, was the last to get, was the last to conform to this law or confirm to this new thing that there's no slavery anymore. So, in I think it's called Galveston Bay, Texas, uh, they sent 2,000 troops over there to tell them, like, yo, slavery is over. And from there, on June 19th, in, 19, in 1865, that's why we represent, that's why we celebrate Juneteenth, because that was the day the last group of slaves were free in American history. So wow. this is the significance 
of, of June Juneteenth. June 19th. Yeah, we weren't all free until everybody was free type shit. Right. Yeah. 1865. Right. Wow. So, Great knowledge, Mash, breaking that down. Thank you for that history. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, 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 with that history, though, even though, like, you know, that was the, the time when they said the last state, like, freed their slaves or whatnot, I do still think that it was pretty fucked up that even though they passed the laws or they actually made sure, like, these states right. were freeing their slaves, like, slaves still had, like, nowhere to go still. So yeah. it's important to know, like, they were still working on plantations yeah. even after, mm-hmm. you know, quote, unquote, freedom was granted to them or whatnot. Just based on the fact that, like, they didn't have anything else to do. So, you know, just know, like, that That still kind of went on for a little bit. It went on but, for... Go ahead, Shay. I mean, that does kind of change the power structure a little bit mm-hmm. as far as now that you have a choice to live there. I mean, you don't have a choice, but you do have a choice. So, I guess, you know, I guess the whips and all that stuff was um, thrown away. Who knows? I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, the shit, the shit wasn't thrown away, but one of the things to take away from it that we take for granted as just regular people is that you can do regular shit. Like they, they had no rights. You know, when you were a slave, you couldn't None. do anything. You couldn't go anywhere. You weren't allowed to see or speak to certain people or things like you were just restricted on all parts mm-hmm. as you could define restriction. You know what I mean? So being yeah. able to have that level of freedom, just mental freedom, like I can do, you know what I mean? That's a big fucking deal. It is know? a big deal. It is. Yeah. I watched a movie where they kind of, depicted what happened after they allowed the freeze to go free what um allowed the slaves to go free the free to go free after they allowed the slaves to to be free the way that they kept that mental control over them the free to be free right yes i agree that is dope but what they did was they say okay you got to pay for your housing and your housing is now on -hmm. on my land so you have to work this amount of times in order Mm -hmm. to pay for that and then to make a little bit of profit on top of that. And this is my land, so I can charge rent for however mm-hmm. much I want. So that's why a lot of slaves end up staying right. on that yep. same plantation, working the same arduous hours just to, like, maintain like, yep. food yeah. and, Word. you know, housing. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's where the structure of white privilege, it, it, I mean, when you're free, and this is where it comes up, too. Like, you have yeah. no privilege, yes. you know what I mean? Like... You still are. This is where the hierarchy is like, okay, you're going to be below here and we're going to keep you here. But one of the most fucked up things I realized, though, like me, like learning a bit about history, too, was that when they were like trying to build like the the laws into to free slaves and they started passing on whatever laws or whatnot, like there was a something they were trying to pass that was like, yo, if we're going to have slaves free rather than having them integrate into our communities or whatnot. Let's just ship them back to Africa or some shit like that. Like they really want to pass that, really? it. Yeah, they they were trying to yeah. get that into actual law. Yeah, you know, Liberia, to... Liberia is a um was built on freed slaves. Mm. Liberia, wow. that's that country in Africa. People that went back was, to Africa after yeah, the US. Yeah, it was oh, it was oh, built wow. on freed slaves. Yes, that was freed oh, slaves wow. that was sent back over there. Yeah, they were trying to Liberia. ship. They were trying to ship all the niggas back. Like all the niggas. They they all the... <laughs> if you guys. If you do get the chance, um, you should watch High on the Hog. It's a Netflix series and it talks about our heritage here in the in the U.S. and how it started from way back in Africa and a lot of the flu- the foods that we brought here, like mm-hmm. the gumbo and okra, uh, even rice. That all came from Africa is what they're saying. So like our food all, it, it originates from back in Africa and it's now the staple of the African-American community. Have you guys ever seen the flag for Liberia? No. 
Is, and, is it pretty? No, like, what does it look like? And, like it looks like America. Exactly. Exactly. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Shake, shake, shake! You actually managed to impress me today, bro. Sure, That's the fact, first first time for the year, bro. Congratulations! I've I've learned in past. Actually, I learned that yeah. watching um God of War. I don't know if you guys ever watched that movie with Nicolas Cage, where they were talking yeah. about like you know freed slaves and back. Yeah. Right. That's nah. that's different. That's dope. I watched God of War. I missed that part. The only part of God of War I really pictured or remembers when he had sex with the two with the two African chicks who might have AIDS. Oh, he got might have drugged. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Don't, don't touch me! Don't touch me!" <laughs> Nigga had the time of his life. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that, that was crazy. yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Good movie. Good movie. <laughs> it was a great movie. So, um, does anybody else have anything that they'd like to add in 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 regard to Juneteenth? The I definitely do. What, what's that? Yo, I like to celebrate Juneteenth. That was like the precursor to my birthday. So mm-hmm. it's like a real day to, to celebrate. But I feel like I feel more passionate about my people after the whole Breonna Taylor, us being uh, in quarantine. Like I want to celebrate every Juneteenth. Fuck Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. That's my new Fourth of July, in my opinion. My new Independence Day for my people mm-hmm. is Juneteenth. Um, I'm not going to be here in New York, so I can't mm-hmm. celebrate like I want to, mm-hmm. but I have a whole outfit for Juneteenth. Okay. Now, okay. And that wasn't something that I've done in in the past. So I'm excited about Juneteenth now. Thank you for that history, though, bro. Yeah, no Thanks. doubt. Thanks. Boogie, you was about to say something? I was going to say, is there anything specific with regard to this year's anniversary or something like that? It's just I a national so. holiday in terms of how you decide I to. I mean, I know that. What but is mean? there anything in regard to this year that kind of sets it apart? Like, I, I just think about the Breonna Taylor. And all just the obviously all the shit that we had to deal with for the last year. So I think I would be thinking that this year there'd be some sort of I don't know more world event attention on it. I don't. That's what I was thinking. The significance of the day should be I don't know a lot more, a lot more. Yeah, that, that's feels how like I feel in America. Should be like a like a presidential holiday, like a like an actual mm-hmm. national holiday. Well, a lot of different states are recognizing it I'm as recognizing a holiday. It. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's about more, time. More and more, more and more states. It's about time. Uh, Aware of it or recognizing it, rather. My job acknowledged it, too. Yeah, mine, too. How did they do that? They sent out an email saying, happy Juneteenth, you know, talking about racism and everything that we're experiencing right now. And I really enjoyed that. I was like, that's nice to feel acknowledged. Did you tell them that you want your day off? I'm actually off on that day, but no. But it would be nice to have it, you know, recognized. But you can't get a day off in a hospital, not for nothing. (laughs) Oh, you're right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So but it can be acknowledged as a holiday. So knowing right. knowing knowing what you know now, uh how do you how do you intend to celebrate Juneteenth? Um, um I think well, I was gonna say, and I don't remember if it was on actual Juneteenth that we did, but we definitely did a march during the whole like George Floyd thing. And I think for me that's kind of when the Juneteenth You're talking about for kinda, last year? For last yeah. year. And I think that was my first knowledge or insight about like what Juneteenth uh, um gotcha. really what right really gotcha. was and, and things of that nature. Because we so weren't I, taught it in school. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I feel like I Definitely feel like was not. I would celebrate Juneteenth by educating people about Juneteenth. It's not really, you know, I would go out and you know barbecue or do fireworks. Even though I would, I would do that if I had the time. Um, but you know, my unfortunately, you know, uh Juneteenth is treated like a second rate holiday and I'm not gonna be given a day off. Most likely I'll be at work that day. I feel like we should take the time during that day to tell people happy Juneteenth. And if they ask about it, we should have I some like that. knowledge. Right. I and like be that. Able to tell them 
what Juneteenth is, in case they didn't know, because I'm gonna be honest. I with like you, that. I didn't even know what Juneteenth was till I was in my thirties. Right. And that's a long time. Like, right. <laughs> like, like that's, I, that's I, I've heard it in passing, but no one has ever really explained it, and I didn't really understand it until you know. I guess I got old. Well, I guess more and more woke people started making it, um, making making that knowledge available and informing people. So I feel like it's my duty as a black person to inform people what Juneteenth actually is. That's a fact. That's a fact. I, I feel like with Juneteenth, it's like I knew what it was, but it, it, I guess it took a while for me to understand the significance of how important it was that like mm-hmm. every slave was officially free. Like like even you guys over here that didn't know you guys are free too. Like mm-hmm. I never I never thought about it like that as a younger guy. I guess I'm just adult I can I can think about it in that sense. So yeah. You also aren't given aren't given this information in school. Like well, at least I wasn't when I was in school. Not at all. They never taught this in public school. I was Not my my social studies class was the closest thing to history class, right? And during mm-hmm. that time, they only taught us about the American Revolution. They taught us about the Civil War um, in the aspects of economy versus agriculture. You know, what I mean, North versus South, and then they moved on to World War One, World War Two. You know, what I mean, that was it. So in terms of like transition of time, you never really get the meat of the information. It's always like a glaze over, like a glaze of shit. And yeah. then you get mm-hmm. Ma- then you get you get Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, and then that's the end of slavery. I mean, that's the end of racism. To be honest, I didn't get a lot of Malcolm X. I got a lot of. Martin. We didn't get a lot. If of there was any Black history that was coming to me as a kid, it was mostly like Martin Luther King. I mm-hmm. did not get Malcolm X or any of the Black Panther people or any just the real life things that happened. Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks. You know, those are the people yeah, those are usually people hear about. Those are the people you usually hear about, but you don't really get... Yeah, that's the people I got to. I think the ones that made the headlines, when you think about it, like mm-hmm. Rosa Parks, those are people that made the national headlines for her. So I feel like like those mm-hmm. national figures are the ones that translated to, yeah, to my yeah, school when you, as a kid. Shout out to the elders. Shout out to my granddad, my grandpa. He kept me informed and educated. Shout out to you, elder. I appreciate yeah, shout out to him. him. You know, I, I think sometimes when I think about how we got here, we come from such a strong fucking lineage. Facts. Motherfuckers that were on ships in positions where they could not move. They were like, like you were stacked freight. Sandwich in positions like this on on these boots coming here, not yachts, on these boats. On top, on top of, of each, each other, other and they made it. So it's like, I was destined to be here. I was destined to have this life right here. Right. My lineage is super strong. Like when you feel like those weak moments, I'm like, yo, I was meant to be here. My lineage is so strong. Like how, I don't know how anyone could sustain life through that experience. Yo, TJ, take it a step further. Let's right. talk about the generations of people who lived under subjugation. Like yes. people who made it to right. the shores and then they, their mm-hmm. children's children's children lived yes. their lives. They would yes. never know freedom. Mm-hmm. They yes. would never... They, that shit is mind-boggling to me personally. It is. It right. is. And you're throwing me, you know, coming from like a social work aspect, the, the mind frame that they had to use to stay strong. Survive. Somebody okay. just getting down. Yeah. yeah just, you yeah. know, constantly belittling you and trauma and your mind has to be so focused right exactly that trauma I'm, and the, of course the trauma carries with them but in the moment like trying to be so strong mentally to yeah. do these things and it, you know so we we definitely come from a strong lineage absolutely real. there were women killing their mm-hmm. babies because they didn't want their babies having to endure that you know right you're not one of those yeah i mean they, i feel like they use a lot of um what another i feel i know for a fact that they use a lot of 
methods that they use to break animals, they used to break black people. You know what I'm saying? And then they they had to even take it a step further since we were a lot more intelligent than animals and do shit like, you know, hang people in front of everybody. Like they'll they'll sit there and have like I watched this show that like they were sitting there having dinner, you know, with the fiddles playing. And then you fuck around and then you have somebody hanging in the background while all the um slaves are watching. So yeah, that type of mental abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the type of mental abuse they, you know, it subjected us to in order exactly. to keep us in line. Yeah. You know, and that's actually thing. one of the main reasons why I don't want to hit my kids because of how it was like ingrained in slavery. You don't do something right, they hit you. Like that's one of the main reasons why I don't agree with it. Um and yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Because I don't want to yeah. get carried away. No, nah, it's all good carry it, because I feel like in terms of abuse or our understanding of abuse, slavery has a, plays a big part in that. Like, how far is too far when you're trying to reprimand someone? You know, yeah. Do do you have to physically go to that level? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you see what happens when people do that. Like, you you see the gambit of when someone belittles the value of a person's life and how quickly yes. that slide can go. Like that shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and like when you yeah. think about the generational effects of that trauma, it affects us today and it's overlooked. Yes, you know because. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is this is kind of like nobody be, nobody would take this serious, but most hurricanes generate from where the transatlantic slave trade passage occurred, right? So interesting. All hurricanes, all hurricanes start there, and then they come up north. The same passageway that the boats travel is the same route that hurricanes travel. I believe that that's the ancestor. That's dope. I believe that without a shadow of a doubt, because I believe through cause and effect, this is what happened, and this is how. They get their their comeuppance in the way. Like this is this is how we're gonna get you back. We're gonna tear your shit up every year. We're gonna tear this shit up off the strength of what y'all did. Mm. I'm complete. Facts. You That's know, beautiful. I'm, I'm I, I I feel like you should believe what you want to believe though, and I feel like you know that's that that. I mean, it does make sense, bro. Sure, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are scientific <laughs> reasons that they took that route. And then maybe that may be the reason why there's also hurricanes on that road. You know what I think? You know what I maybe think? Maybe the bro? same reason. I tell you, I think that the dead bodies that were left in the ocean that left that trail affected the wildlife and affected the climate and affected the currents. And I think mm. that through the 400 years of this travel of bodies being dumped in the water affected mm. the coastline. I, that's what I honestly that's possi- believe. That's a possibility. I believe. Ancestors that. are around us all day, every Time day. So I think that they're like, yeah. Hundreds of years of bodies dropping like that does have some sort of mm-hmm. effect. I, How, I yeah. can't disagree with that. How could it not? Four hundred years yeah. of it, bro. <laughs> centuries <laughs> of that shit. I just I didn't think about just it. Centuries dumped. of that shit. It ain't no? fish they dropping. It's nah, humans. Bodies, bodies, <laughs> it's my nigga. Humans, people, people you know? that don't. Oh my god. But in regard to like, I do feel inspired in terms of like, like I don't. I wouldn't even say I celebrate Juneteenth. I kind of think I'm a, a kind of person that just generally likes to help you know brothers of color. Like I don't generally issue them like brothers and sisters, at least not intentionally on my part. But I do feel like I do need to put more emphasis on the on the 19th on that particular day. It's something I don't do. Maybe mm-hmm. I should. Do you celebrate you know, maybe, July 4th? You know, huh? Do you celebrate July 4th? No. Okay. Like, I know I'm yeah. all for it. So technically, I guess I, I celebrate it because I'm off the day, you know, mm-hmm. from work. But in terms of June 19th, regardless whether I'm working or not, I would not say I celebrate it. I wouldn't yeah. say I look for like events towards June 19th or anything of that nature. But I think that's kind of like that's the energy I'm thinking about now. Like just putting that energy out there. Like, hey, you know, we all free. It's all love, uh, fish. You know that kind of thing. 
Yo, I mean, it's good that you brought that up, Flash, because I feel like you can't avoid celebrating July 4th. They're going to pay you and they're going to give you the day off. Just nah, you can't avoid celebrating July 4th. I mean, no, it's, it's very difficult to say, like, you you could say, I don't I don't, I don't, don't go out and fire off fireworks, but you sitting at home and you taking the pay and you taking a holiday, you're celebrating it, bro. You're, yeah, go, you're, go to work on July 4th, my nigga. Go to work know. on July 4th, exactly. bro. Tell them you don't want to, you don't celebrate that shit. Celebrate you want your money on. Celebrating the same as recognition. Like, you can, you, you can yeah. recognize, recognize the holiday. It. I got the right. day off, but he's not, not celebrating it. You're right. Exactly. I was going to say true. that. Like, I, you can have the day off and I could just sit there and do nothing in regards to 4th of July. I don't watch it on TV. I was going to say, you could celebrate right. Juneteenth on, on 4th of July if you really wanted that's to. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact, too. I mean, like, in terms of like in terms of your mental flash, is what I'm saying. Like, if you mentally was like, yo, fuck it, on July 4th, I'm going to do Juneteenth. And you actually meant that shit. You celebrate with your team. Right, my mental ain't my, my my mental ain't built for to change no dates like that, my nigga. I, 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 I mean, I'm I, just saying I mean you in, could. I meant in the sense of celebrating June 19th the way we celebrate the Fourth of July, like doing fireworks and having barbecue. Right. That's what I thought when he said that just yeah. now, because I think that is perfect. That's, that's what I mean. Like, like in terms of energy, you can have right. it on July Fourth or June 19th. That's Got what you. I'm saying. It's the energy that 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 vibe that you have. I I, I do think that. I do understand that acknowledging June nineteenth makes me appreciate that way more than Independence Day. Yeah, I feel mm. you. I, I just don't want nobody celebrating my birthday on the wrong day and shit. That's how. That's how I feel like this is so important. <laughs> Your birthday is a national <laughs> holiday, bro. What are you talking about? It should about? be king. It should be king. I'm talking about changing dates king. and all this other shit. I was like, nah, well, no, we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna celebrate Christmas in June. Fool. No, we not. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, in that scenario, it'd be a little bit different for someone to take your birthday and be like, yeah, I'm gonna celebrate it on uh, June third. See, I mean, I'm saying like that's that I would say, I would say the disrespect. I would say all right. So that just segues. That just segues into my next. Conversational piece, which is a floating holiday, which is Father's mm. Day. So hey! Happy Father's, father's Day, Day to all the fathers out Wait, there. What's the, def- what's the definition of a floating holiday, Day. though, bro? What's a floating holiday? Yeah. A floating holiday is a holiday that occurs on the third Wednesday or fourth Saturday of every month. No matter mm. what number it is, it always falls on that Wednesday. That day. That's what exactly. a floating holiday is. Yeah. Thank you oh, for that okay. information, sir. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I definitely had the wrong impression of a floating holiday just now. All good, oh, yeah. all good. Happy Father's Day to the fathers out there. Uh, yes, this is your Father's day, King. Day. Uh, we want you to know that we appreciate you and we love you here, Sophisticated Lee Ratchet. All right, to all the fathers and fatherly figures out there, you're doing great. Keep up the good work. People give you shit about doing a bad job, fuck them. I'm on your side. You're doing oh, fantastic. Yeah. Keep it up. And there's always room for improvement, okay? Yeah, I was going to try to squeeze that in. There's always some opportunity to improve everybody. Words from people who don't understand us. You're doing a fantastic job. All right, keep it pushing. And to our very own fuck boy, happy Father's Day, Shake. He's the only father here at the SR Podcast. Happy Father's Day. You may be a fuck boy, but you're a father. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Hey, thanks. Of two. Father of two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd be be so mad if this nigga was my father. I'd just be I'd be an awesome dad of yours, bro. You love it. You love it. Did you just did you just tell him he did you just tell him he's your daddy? Exactly. I'm his daddy. Yeah, nah, no, I'd I just be a say great him, dad. him as a person. Him as a person. I couldn't I couldn't tolerate. Like, I would I would have fought him a long time ago. <laughs> like, is, yo, is, is, let me let me ask you a question. Okay, boom, perfect. Burn the question. Burn the, everybody got their cars together? Ooh. Yeah. All right. So, boom. So, guys, let me tell you what burner what burner question is. So, burner question relates to burner cards, and that's a signature to the SL podcast. So, burner cards are four cards that are answered yes, no, 
sophisticatedly ratchet or what had happened was slash is complicated. Yes or no is obviously yes or no to the question X. It's complicated. What had happened was is it's complicated and requires an explanation or a wild card, which is sophisticatedly ratchet, which can mean sophisticatedly ratchet. You got to explain why it's sophisticatedly ratchet. So the burner question that I have for you all today, since, you know, Flash and uh, my man Shake made a really good point. Is it okay for you to call your father daddy? Uh, so um, <laughs> we got a couple of different answers here. So I got a, a nah for my man Boogie. I got a no for Shake. <laughs> okay, I got a what happened was for my man Flash. I got a for, for sure no doubt, which is a yes. And I got a yes from Mo and TJ. I mean, from, okay, all right. And my guy sophisticatedly ratchet from myself. Mm-hmm. So from the ladies, uh, why you say yeah? Because, I mean, those are things that you see on cards for Father's Day as well. You see daddy, you see dad. <clears throat> um, it's a word of endearment, you know? That's how I look at it. Like, that's my daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my dad. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way, too. Mm-hmm. I, I know you guys thinking in a nasty, dirty way, like, oh, no, nah, I have my bitches call me daddy right. and whatever, whatever. It's not- exactly. But I enjoy exactly, calling I the guy be- that I'm with daddy, too, like, only in the bed. And then mm-hmm. I might mm-hmm. call, and I still call my dad daddy sometimes. You know, he's an asshole. So, like, if yeah. I want to piss him off, I'm like, Clifford, that's a fucked up name, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or- would you, yo, but TJ, yeah. would you call a guy you're dating daddy in front of your dad? No, Good I only question. do it in the bedroom, I said. I don't even call it, yeah. <laughs> I would never call you daddy. We sitting out here together and we in front of people like, hey, daddy. I'd be mad disrespectful to call to another man daddy from the actual father. Like, like, but I might because I'm looking for a you, sugar what, daddy now. So what, I might. He may want that respect. Obviously. And if he demands I, it, I, I will do it lie. for the money. No. Even even though it's disrespectful, I would not tell my lady that she can't do that. If she want to call me that in public, I'm nice. going to let her call me that shit. I'm going to be honest. Obviously, even obviously if her dad is in front of us, I'm going to be like, well, you know what that's it is. The, that's they beef. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like when you got in, because exactly, I agree with TJ when that you guys are going to go sexual with it in regards to, yeah, I ain't calling no man daddy. But when you were younger, you probably called your father daddy. Like, let's stop. I'm pretty sure yeah, I did. You know? I exactly. did. What so age did it stop? Work. I'm shake. <laughs> now peep game. Now peep game. For me, for me, I you reached a no. certain you, age. You said, you said no, right? I said straight no. Straight no. Okay. For me, okay. I reached a certain age where I realized that calling my dad daddy just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, just call him, hey, daddy. Hey, it just sounded weird coming out of my mouth. And it sounds even weirder now that I'm older. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I was used to it when I was younger, but you know what I mean? I, I kind of broke away from it. And now that I'm older, it sounds crazy to call my dad daddy. I, I call him Pops, Papa. Yeah. I, I'll call him Pops, Papa. I'll call him um, call Dad. Pops. I'll call him okay. Dad, but I will not. I'll even call him Poppy, but I won't call him Dad. I won't call him Daddy. You're you know shit, I mean? 100%. I'm in the exact same boat. It, I don't feels, have a logical, it feels too sexual. <laughs> like, I don't have a logical point where I got to that, but I got to that point where it's like, I'll even call him Pops or Dad, but I don't, I don't know. There's something about the E part at the end. Yeah. Of I feel like I feel like it took me a longer to, a little a bit longer to stop calling my mom mommy. You know what I mean? It took a little you know, lot You know what's crazy? That. I'm a hypocrite because I was okay leaning off of that. You know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. I said mommy just for a little bit. Yeah. In my 20s. I kind of lean mm-hmm. over and say, hey mom, or something like that. But I yeah. I think I sometimes slip a mommy here. I don't know. I was good with it. I was good with it. It's you know what I mean? Right. It's different. <laughs> I feel like uh so for me, I said it's complicated or what happened was. I feel like it it was, but I'm pretty sure for me it happened sometime in grade school 
And, you know, you probably just, you know, naturally call your, your mom, mommy, or your dad, daddy. And I'm, I'm like 100% certain that there was like this knucklehead in, my, in one of my classes or something. And they had to hit me with the, you still call your dad, dad, or daddy, or you still call your mom, mommy, or whatever. And I, just, and I probably <laughs> I had to like look at myself. Up. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, well, do I? Is this the wrong thing to do or whatnot? <laughs> so then, so then you start yeah. wanting to say like, you know, you go home and you start saying like dad or, or mom or something like that. And I'm pretty sure parents probably sense the change too when you start calling them something different mm-hmm. or whatnot. But I know mm-hmm. like it had to have been like me probably being conscious of like, damn, like, is that's not cool? All right. So I'm, I'm going to just call him the, you know, whatever. But now as far as my father though, I do feel like as the years went by, it probably started as like daddy. Then it probably went to like dad. And now I just call him pa. Like that, that that's just how, you know. Now, you, you know what's crazy though, Flash? As as a dad, mm-hmm. right? My my son calls me dad now. He doesn't call me mm-hmm. daddy anymore. Right, he used to call right. me daddy when he was younger. I don't know when that started. Like okay. I really don't know when that started. Like yeah. what I know is at some point he just started calling me dad and it was just like regular. It didn't seem off to me, but now that I think about it, if right. at some point he stopped. So so one one thing I find about the, the term dad though, that's funny, is like this is something that probably like dated back to 1600s when pimping and shit was around, but like she said, that's how, 1600s, nigga. Yeah, nigga, look, this that's where the term came from, bro. It became it became like more. It became more. Um, it wasn't no like, pimps in the 1600s, 1600 pimping, nigga. Niggas with fucking gloves, my nigga, dueling with swords and shit, nigga. I'm talking about when pimps, prostitutes was around, bro. 1960s. Oh, maybe it was in 1960. I said the 1600s. <laughs> the nigga said the 1600s. The nigga, nigga I don't. The nigga, I'm not a historian. You know, nigga. Bitches, bitches had bloomers back then. They was a dark, dark canyon and the motherfucking three musketeers. Them niggas was pimping out, there, bro. Pimping out back then too, bro. Yeah, it was pimping right. st- stagecoaches and shit. All right, wait, what, whatever, bro. All I, all I know. Like I'm thinking that the land was a bit lawless in the 1600s too. So I'm thinking how these motherfuckers surviving out there. Owen is the oldest profession in the game, bro. It is, but 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 that's what but that's what they. Used to call they pimp store. They used to say daddy and shit. And all it really means is like it just typically means like that's the dominant power role or, or whatnot. Like that's what that is when they say like daddy. That's why it became so big as far as like even yeah, you call your dad daddy and shit. Like I yo flash, when you so, get that information from man, so, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I did actually like the definition of dad is what actually came from the 1600s. Matter of fact, where you think the term came from? Where you think the term came from? Where you think from your dad? From the person that birthed you. <laughs> Fuck yeah. is you talking about? Nigga, that I'm telling you, son, it had to do with pimping, bro. I think it means uh, that. Like, I think so, that's a meaning. What would for you it. say, man? So I put some biscaily ratchet because I call my father all types of names. I call him Papadopoulos, Papa Dot, Dad, Daddy. When I'm talking to my little sister on my on my we're talking about daddy, we're talking about my father. I call my father anything under the sun. I love that man. All right. And I'm glad I can just call him something because he's still around. Yeah. My my father, I love my dad as much as I love my mom, but I don't feel like I give my dad as much recognition as I do my mom, mm-hmm. you know? But I don't have a problem calling him daddy, especially when I'm talking to my little sister. When we talk about my dad, we call him daddy. It's like when mm-hmm. my, me and my sister talk about my mom, we call her mommy. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll ever stop calling him that. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I do understand how niggas can sexualize it. And mm-hmm. I do like to be called daddy when I'm having right. sex. Cause now, let me ask you a question, though, Flat. Let me ask you a question, though, Match. Do you call, yeah. dad, you call your dad daddy to his face, though? Do you say, hey, daddy? Daddy! I daddy. Just yell for him, like, yo, daddy! Daddy! If I'm yelling for him, I'll call him daddy. But to his face, I call him pop. Or pop guy. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. But, but that's usually uh-huh. how we talk. Um... Hold on, wait. I had another question that wanted to go behind that one. Mo, yeah. Mo, 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 oh, fuck me up. Like, oh. 
Nah, I'm listening to the other person. All right, so my next my next burner question is. Because of mothers, you know, we typically celebrate mm. Mother's Day by sending flowers to our mothers. My next question is, would you send your father flowers for Father's Day? No, I wasted my money. He doesn't care. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so that's a that's a no for that's a no for Boogie. That's a no yeah, for that's Mo. A no that's a no. That's a no across the board. So why? Why y'all want to send your father flowers? My father's not into well, my father is not into flowers. And my biological, so let me be clear. Yeah, my biological father passed. So when mm-hmm. I'm talking about my father, I'm talking about, and that's, and that's, and sorry, I'm, I'm just saying that that's, that's why it's a difference for me. So my biological father, I will call daddy. My stepfather, that's my, I will call him father. Like that's my father. That's my daddy. Mm-hmm. That's my dad. Mm-hmm. So my father, and I also call my father, who's my stepfather, pops. Got it. So, got right. It. So he don't want to, yeah. So he don't want no flowers. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess most people wouldn't mm-hmm. give their dad flowers because they would disrespect that shit. And me as a dad, I'd be like, I would look at the flowers. I, w- I would take your flowers and shit, like from my kids. I'm, oh, thanks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, I'm not going to put it. I, I probably would just, I'm not going to put it in a vase anywhere. I'm going to leave that shit sitting on a dresser somewhere yeah. until it's time. Yeah. Until, yeah, it's, until you're not paying attention. Yeah. And I throw that, that shit in the trash. You're going to break your daughter's heart. You're going to break your son's heart. I feel like I probably would accept a plant better. Like maybe give me like a plant or something that will grow, something that I can take care of. Like, yeah, that would be a lot more practical for me. Don't give me no flowers. And it will remind you of your kids. Like, oh, my kid wants plant and nurturing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I was. I hope they give you a cactus, you heartless bitch. I like cactuses. Damn. It's Father's Day. Be nice. I was being nice. I told him a cactus. I didn't say give him nothing. TJ, is it cactuses or cacti? I really like cactuses. See, I told you. All this ass nigga. So everybody said no. (laughs) Well, yeah, I said no. I I definitely think my pop would destroy them fucking flowers. Or he probably wouldn't even acknowledge it. He'd probably be like, I, and like, that's it. Like, he wouldn't water them. He wouldn't even post. He wouldn't post them on IG or nothing. He's not going. He ain't fucking with that. Boogie. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. in the same boat as Flash and Shake. Like Pop Pops won't have nothing to do with that aesthetic. Like it may look nice, but we're like, yeah, it's cool. But Flash, like, there's no practical use for it, so he's not gonna have no use for it. Right. Flash, you said, know. you said, you said your dad would destroy the flowers. You think he would destroy it? Yeah, in front of you? Nah, nah, like, no, no, not in front of me. But I think I, I could, I could see him like poisoning the flowers. Like, why would he get me this? <laughs> like, you gonna put baking soda in the soil and shit? I don't know what destroys flowers. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, it's a known thing that fathers get horrible gifts for Father's Day. You know, they get ties that they hate and shit. Socks. It's true. It's true. But the thing is, it's it's difficult to shop for your dad a lot of times because you know they don't really it is. express what they want. You know they don't I mean? want much. I feel like they you don't, don't got to. You, you just know? have to watch him. Like if you see a dude watching like like sports on a big screen TV, you can have an idea that he probably likes uh, like a good sound system. You you have an idea of what he likes based right, on what he does. Right, right, right. Yeah, and a lot of times just ask. Because sometimes I'll mm-hmm. go to pops and say, "What do you need? Like, give me, tell me something you like you need." Right. You, right. Like socks. You see, the thing is, they 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 made Mother's Day so easy to just give the mom a gift that was like, oh my god, they get so thoughtful, and that's Candy, what it's supposed to be jewelry. about, right? But but I'm just mm-hmm. sitting here like, yeah, well, sometimes when you want to get a father gift, you want to be thoughtful. But the Father's Day gift the father would probably want is probably going to be some more expensive shit that you Definitely. probably can't afford anyway. Definitely. If you're a kid, depending right. on yeah, like, you know, where like you are, entertainment system, entertainment yeah. system type shit. 
Like, mm-hmm. well, something niche, you know what I mean? Like, like if he's a certain type right. of collector or something like that. That's when kids get creative and they start making gifts and shit. Right. They start making mm-hmm. things for dad because yeah. they can't and afford that's that to buy bullshit. things And that's dad. that bullshit. See, I probably think a better gift for my dad at my age that I am right now would be to take him to a strip club. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, See, but this is why. That's a good gift. That's a good gift. That's what that's what everyone's you got to understand what your father like. Hell yeah, $60 cover charge. Hell yeah, $60 cover charge. They're going to charge me 30 to park. I'm a parker. We're gonna pay you the entry <laughs> charge. I got you, Dad, and I'm gonna get yeah. him a stack. Yeah, for me, for well, me, it'd be a baseball game. Yeah, I, I can see all daughters and mothers being on board with this all off the bat. They're gonna be all right. They're gonna come too. They're gonna come too. It's a family affair. We're doing this for Dad. Right. We're doing this for Dad. We're all going together to the strip club. Right. Yeah, I've been in Atlanta a little too long now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually take my pops out to eat though. So that, that's like the oh, one. Yeah, thing me I know. too. My pop loves food, so that's like always yeah. been like a. Yo, I got you. I'm going to pay the bill, whatever whatever we're doing. Yep. Yo, Flash, Flash, do you take him out to eat in like, for like a one on one, or do you bring like um, him, like your mom and your dad? Like, Uh, we've done one on ones before, but as far as like sitting down and eating, so I wouldn't even say that's just a a Father's Day thing, but when I think about Father's Day, I want like the family to be around him or whatnot. Got you. You think think it's less intimate when you don't do like a one on one with him for like Father's Day? Like, bring him out, take him out, just you and him. Maybe I sit at the bar. Discuss some shit. We don't have that type of um, rapport with one another. Like, you sit at a bar or something, yeah, like or sit like you know eye to eye all the time or whatnot. With, you don't, not, you don't know. The, you don't I, know I feel like that's just the type of rapport you have with your pops, right? Like that's right. just how y'all do it. Yeah, I, you don't know it unless you try it. Yeah, like if it's me and my pops. Yeah, well, I'll take him out to eat one on one. Yeah, I'll take my pops out to eat one on one. But for but for a birthday, I'll invite my mom. Even though they're not together, my mom, you want to come for pop? You know, because it's his birthday. But me, me and him go out one on one, and we reminisce and talk about. He always bring up shit when I was younger and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just right. let him rock. <laughs> so I think I think talk over that. I think some followers for their daughters just like talk and they just be there and shit. Just the fact yeah. that he's just chilling with you. That's probably yeah. that's all he needs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, I mean, you. I think agree. That's fucked up. That that's the minimum for dad. That's fucked up. Dad, these, dad deserves a gift. I mean, I think for mothers too, it'd be the same way. Like sometimes mothers just want to talk their head off to their girls, and yeah. it's like you know, as long as they. But know. I always ask. I always ask what he want. Always, well, he gives everybody the same shit though. What are you talking about? What you mean? Mm. Fix your face, man. I'm talking about my father, not other fathers. Let's be clear. Go I'm ahead. just saying, you give everybody the same thing though. Everybody gets cologne. Everybody gets, gets cologne no. for everybody. I wish you'd give no, me some cologne. No, not for Father's Day. That's for Christmas. Oh, that's Christmas. Sorry. Sorry. Not Father's I Day. I was going to say, what kind of cologne you getting people, Mo? You, you get people some good Some cologne is real good. That's why I'm like, not for Father's Day. Let's not mix things I like, up. I like Creed. Go ahead. I like Creed. Okay. All right, going for a cologne Father's Day. Creed. Bad, yeah, Creed, please. Thank you. Write yeah. that down. My pal got way too <laughs> many colognes. I ain't getting no cologne. Now, you can never have too much cologne, brother. Right. Man, you can never have too much cologne. So does If you don't use them shits, you can. Give him a good smell. I don't get my father's shit no more. He gets wow. happy Father's Day. Nice. It's my birthday. That's now. it. Nice. Same difference. Yeah. Nice. He don't want nothing else. Same difference. It's happy Father's Day. Nah, I get my father. I, I think there's some fathers that just don't want nothing materialistic. They don't care for the day. Wow. But he always get a card. I don't care. He always, at least he always gonna get his card. Every birthday, Christmas, out, everything. He get a lovely card and then I give him a gift. I think we made a really mm-hmm. good discovery on this conversation about like why fathers typically get shitty gifts because they usually buy all the shit. And if the shit that they really want, you can't afford. So that's really why dads get the shit. Right. Because <laughs> nigga, we can't impress you. 
Man, no matter what we do, we I'm can't. not getting you that watch. I'm not yeah, buying you that. You're not, watch. Get, you're not <laughs> getting that car. You're not getting that car for me. <laughs> not for whatever me. Car. That limited right. edition, whatever, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting that. Now that big screen TV that we all want, but you want more and than that, everybody. <laughs> I can't buy that. And shit, that's so that. funny. <laughs> for real. That's for so real. funny. You say that, man. Because I'm like, pop. I'm like, pops. What you want? He'd be like, well, I just want a Porsche. I'm like, really? I'm like, ooh, baby, mm-hmm. I can't get that. You know, so I agree. But like, I can't get that for you, pop. I ain't got it. But I'm like, we gonna work. Towards and, and then and then a good dad don't know that. Dad will be yeah. like, you know what? I know they can't yeah. give me that fucking shit I want. So I'll take these fucking puppet socks they made. These fucking yeah. socks. I'll take this tie. <laughs> socks. Thank you for the card. Yo, your I, trash tie. I'll be like, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. So so let me let me ask you guys a question. How how significant are father figures or father roles, you think? Like how how important it is is it to have a father figure or just have someone in your life that has a fatherly role? You think it's important to your development? Or you think it was important to your development? Let's personalize. That's a good question. I feel like it's important in different ways, depending on whether you're male or female. Well, what are you? Um, I'm a male. I'm a guy. So so as a You mean fathering a a male or fathering a female? Don't try to say that. Don't say that, TJ. I feel like it is important to have a father figure because, you know, only a man could teach a man. And I feel like, you know, having a dad around to teach you how to be a man is important. Um, because you're growing mm. into your, you're Great. growing into you know into a man. You want to like like I feel like dad has to be cut somewhat of an example for you and show you what okay. you should do. Like you should take care of your family. You should you should um you should uh, take care of your kids and you should spend time with your family. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like good examples like that. Like mm-hmm. not all dads are good examples, but we're not going to talk about that today because it's Father's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as needing that example in their life. And I feel like for females, it's the same thing. They need an example yeah. of what, of how men that. should be. You know right. what I mean? I like agree. the father should be, a father's like their that. first boyfriend. Like it, um, yeah. they, they, right. it, it shows them how they should be treated, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Um, as a female, you definitely need your father. You need that guidance on how to be treated by a male. You know, and also you to feel comfortable sharing your feelings with a male starts with your father. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Like all those kind of things to me. How he treats your mother is important. How he treats your too, mother. Yeah, you're like, I want a man that's going to treat me like that too. Like that, yeah. So all the shit that the kid sees. Yeah, like, protection. Whatever your, your, your yeah. father does, your kid absorbing all of that, whether whether like whether you think that's, he does or not, like he's seeing all that shit. Well, she. Yeah. yeah. And also, even even the things that you don't see your father see, you see your father do are things mm-hmm. that could encourage you to want to do those things. So, for example, if you did see your parents, your father beat your, your mom. Right. For you, you would say, you could say, I don't want to ever beat my mom, my, my lady because I know that's, that's a bad thing. You know what right. I mean? I see how that, that affected or, my mom's. Yeah. Right. I see how that affected her in a, in a bigger picture kind of way. So I would never want to do that to somebody I love. Right. You know? Even if that was the dynamic, you could still learn from it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and on the flip side of that right there, you know, some of us on the flip side of that, some... Guys will grow up in an abusive and become just like their dads, like, and become just like their dad. You know That's what I mean? Fine. Like unconsciously become just right. like their dad. You Absolutely. know? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do. I do feel like father figures are significant. I think when I think even on a deeper level than that, though, I just feel like I like the I like when sons have like a a, a masculine um, role model or whatnot. Like I want to be able to subscribe to that to where it's like, you know, my son has to have like a, a masculine role model in terms of show them like you know what just like masculinity is in general or whatever that energy is and I, I so I like knowing that like 
sons have that that role model. And it doesn't have to necessarily even be their father. It could just be somebody who they mm-hmm. can just view like what that energy looks like and like, mm-hmm. you know, take the things that you want from it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I feel you on that, Flash. Um, there's some parts of that that I kind of um, like vibe with, like in terms of like, there's a, there's a thing that's in my head that's called like sins of the father. Like the way that your father behaves and the way that like you don't even realize that you emulate that yourself. I've come to realize that I communicate, even though I think I'm completely different from like in terms of my father roles. I thought I kind of distanced myself from how my father communicated. I thought I kind of got past that. It's kind of dawned on me recently how I've just kind of changed the flavor or maybe evolved the flow, but I still kind of emulate mm. or, or still kind of behave in the same mm-hmm. way my father did, just in a different whatever just a boogie version yeah right, right yeah it's that deep in right like how long i've been like behaving that way mm-hmm. anyway the in terms of how significant the father roles is they are and whether for good or bad is is just very important to just acknowledge it like like right. that's that's the main thing like i'm right. now like acknowledging how engraved some of the fatherly roles i've kind of picked up are you know the good and the bad unfortunately so yeah that's important in, in, in all forms of, the, of relationships, though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But specifically in a father role, you know, like Flash was saying, you need to have that masculine energy um, to help mirror the world that you're going to be in because mm-hmm. you're going to be in around a lot of different type of energies and you got you have to be able to balance that, you know? And, and mm-hmm. for, like Shake was saying, in terms of having a father show you things like how to be like a builder and how to model the role of a father. You know, mm-hmm. they teach, they lead by example most times, you know, and some of that stuff that's learned is subconscious. Like you learn that stuff without actually hearing it. You see it, you know, how they behave, how they treat other people, how they hug mom all the time. And like, oh shit, I like how she smiles when he hugs her all the time. I want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. those type of things are picked up by children from fathers who are in that role. Yeah, I got it, Shay. Now, yo, when I listening to what you're saying, actually, like it, when you say like the world is like hard and, you know, your dad kind of walks you through it. I feel like, you know, I, I, that that's another significant role of dads to be hard on you too. Like <laughs> as a guy, I feel like my dad needs to be a little hard on me. Like, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the world ain't an easy fucking place. Like this that's shit is not all lemon drops and candy that's and fact. shit out here. So, you know, for him to be hard on me is like, I feel like that's a part of being a dad. Like, you know, to let yeah. me to give me like the 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 raw truth about shit right. sometimes. Right. Right. If I'm a fucking if I'm acting like a bum, I need to know you you're being a fucking bum right, right. now. You'll never right. tell I was, I was actually trying to speak on that, like in terms of answering like the initial question in terms of, like that fatherly role communication as a man. I feel like is a fatherly role, and that is like the flaw that I kind of realized. I guess that he always showed like a father like when a father's supposed to always communicate directly with his son regardless of whether it's hurtful harmful he's always be i always think that there's supposed to be a kind of straight up or direct nature that the father should have with their kid and i feel like that's something that no shade i just feel like that was something that there was uh my father was kind of setting his ways on how we communicate and which was was not as direct as i guess which you would feel like a traditional father would and i feel like that's something that well what, wait, what, what, do, you, what do you mean how do traditional fathers like communicate like let's say that uh I know exactly what you're saying, Boogie. I know exactly what you're saying. Keep going. 
Yeah, it's like let's say your son messed up, but you don't directly say your son messed up. It's it's hard to articulate, bro, without giving specific examples. And then it's no shade because it's like it's just something I acknowledge, and, and it's like I'm working through it. But it's like like communication is a fatherly is is something that's significant in the fatherly role, and I feel like and I've come to understand how how a lot much of men have that difficulty is. communicating. Period. So I can see yeah, a father struggling with communicating to their to their children. Right, <clears throat> but I'll let you say something, Mash, and I want to. I want to say something. Y'all done? Wait. Right. Okay. I just think that it's really important to understand that, like, fathers lead. In my mind, fathers yes. lead, right? And if your father doesn't lead, you don't have that example of what a leader should look like. All right. Right. So it's harder. It's harder for you to say, like, I did something bad. Like Boogie saying, Boogie saying, I did something bad, but you're not addressing the bad thing I did. You're just you're just overlooking it and leaving it to someone else to make it a thing. Is that is that what you're saying, Boogie? Yeah, part of it. It, it. I'm not just to say yeah, but like, like it's even a delay in just communicating that as well. Like you, it's like even getting to that point where you communicate that. Even that takes a while. It's like I got to suss that out on my own. Gotcha. And I, again, that's not a flaw. It's just like just the way he does it, the way he communicates. And it's like I feel like there is, yeah, that leadership, the way that you're more direct, the way you're, I guess. Yeah, I guess the communication and leadership is a father role. And there's two different things, you know, because for me, I felt like my dad was a leader in the household, but I don't think he communicated well. You know, he communicated by yelling, by instilling fear. I feel like my my dad was a leader in certain aspects of the households, but not in certain other certain aspects. That's what I was really trying to get at. It's like as a father, you got to be. You can't be selective with how you with which ones you want to lead and you got to kind of lead in even some areas you don't feel comfortable in. I and I feel like that was was I feel like not having that 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 type of fathers can can affect you significantly. That that I mean, you know, what I think that know? helps hammer home. Boogie, think, boogie. Yeah. you're not really alone though, because a lot of people have dads like that. I mean, like as a child or just growing up, you can always feel that way. Like obviously, I'm, yeah. I'm not, now I'm good. I'm you know I'm acknowledging and kind of working through it, but growing through it when you're trying to understand this shit or you, I, you know you know those kind of pains. I even asked Flash earlier, you know, would you would you like, you know, take your dad out and have like a one on one dinner with him? And I feel like, you know, a lot of times because the communication is lacking between fathers and sons, I think mm-hmm. mostly between fathers and sons. It's not really fathers and daughters. It's really fathers and sons because mm-hmm. the um. I feel the, like fathers and daughters got their own story to tell too. Yeah, they got their own thing. They got their own thing. I'm gonna be honest. My 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 pop got to be a one off because his communication level with all his children, daughters, and sons is at the same level like mm-hmm. he, he's not like I, I don't think he even understood that whole dynamic as far as like the whole girl dad or boy dad stuff my pop is just generally not a conversationalist at heart like he mm-hmm. literally just like too. sometimes the quietest kept room person in the room <laughs> exactly like, and like and, and when I That's think about it yo my, my pop don't cuss I never heard him cuss I've never seen him actually show like the uh, a type of aggression as far as like I felt disrespected or I don't like this type of shit like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's different so yeah. I really enjoyed the movie Boys in the Hood and Trey and his father was played by Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne. and mm-hmm. I really feel like the father role is really significant um, in that movie mm-hmm. if you guys remember he sits him down and he talks about like sex with his son while he's like doing his hair 
And I felt like that that was quality time, even if it wasn't like yeah. going out to a restaurant, like you mentioned, Shake and Flash. But like right. you just having that quality time. I'm cutting your hand. I'm asking you, you have a smash? Like, have you ever had sex? Mm-hmm. You know, and him be a little yeah. uncomfortable and lying to his father or whatever. And also exactly. how significant the father role is when he took him and not only him, but his friends too and educated them on the street about like this is how you get uh out of poverty you know what i mean like you should not how to purchase land and um how he had such a great relationship with the wife the the mother of the child and they were co-parenting you know they weren't together but they weren't at odds like she raised him for a certain time and then there was a certain time where she felt like her the father needed to raise the son you know what i mean that's true and exactly I, yeah and i feel like the role of the father to this day is very significant especially with everything that we're experiencing we may need our men to train our boys in like especially as a black boy you know and a black man coming yeah. up right. like if you get stopped by the cops, Absolutely. you just want to be able to go home, you know, do whatever you got to do. Like, these are the talks that I feel like make that role for fathers that much more significant, especially Important. today for our black community within the black community. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that I love that movie. Now, you, you made a really good point about um, Boys in the Hood. I never really thought about how it applies to my, myself personally, like, because I was raised by co-parents. And then at a certain point, I had right. to go live with my dad, too. Just like uh, Trey from the movie, so I I I see the parallels there. Yeah, but you you talked about him giving him the birds and the bees talk. Uh, Do you think that that's a father role? You think that's a father? That's a thing a father should always do is give their kid the birds and the bees talk. I think it's up to whichever parent that feels comfortable. Talking point. point. Wait, wait. What was the question? Do you think it's appropriate for fathers to give the birds and the bees talk? Oh. To to their sons and then the mothers to their daughters. I feel like it would be more mm-hmm. appropriate that way. But I also know a lot of men that don't communicate well. And I also don't want shake because I know he's a fuckboy. I don't want him teaching my son shit. Like I want I think the mother I would want mm-hmm. to teach my son the proper way, you know, like don't be fucking girls just to be fucking them. You know, develop a relationship <laughs> with them. Be te- te- you know, having sex it, is an emotional connection. And I don't want my son to think it's okay uh-huh. to be a fuckboy in these streets. Because, you know, it's a rite of passage for men. And it's okay for them to be like that. And they, it's, it's Yo, uh, right. different Preach stereotypes queen. for women, you know, and your little girls. Do fathers so. even generally talk to their kids like that? Like, encourage them to just fuck man? Like, I don't think it goes like that. I actually think it should be both parents that, that sit down and talk to the child. And before they sit down, and discuss with each other. Because even if the father wanted to say whatever he wanted to say playfully, that's fine. As long as the information is getting there. You know, because sometimes you don't want to be, you know, you, wanna ha- right. you don't want to be so serious. But right. I think as the parents, we're going to sit down. All right, babe, so which way? Or even if we're not together. Okay, so which way you want to go? Right. What angle you want to go with? You want me to? Okay, so I'll talk about this piece here. And you talk about that. You know what I mean? So that's like a united front. And the united front in a way that I say you could go to right. dad, feel comfortable going to dad, you could feel comfortable going to me. Cause when that one parent, it's like, damn, I may want to talk with this with dad, but he don't know. He wasn't there when we sat down and talked about it. So I'm gonna go mm-hmm. and let's say it's a male. The male may not feel comfortable talking to me as mom, you know? Right. But at least together, you know, I don't, you know, the child will know I could go to mom and I could go to dad because they both sat down and told me, Hey, it's okay. Yeah. Whoever one you wanna go to. That's fine because we're all aware. Yo, you know? I, I wish I had those kind of parents. Me too. And, and it's not, not, not no, actually, no, I love my parents, but I wish my parents no, actually open. had a conversation about like the birds and the bees to me because 
I ain't gonna lie, between my mom and my pop, they both had different ways about approaching sex. And it was the weirdest shit because my mom, she would fucking leave. Like, I guess when I was younger, she would leave like condoms around where I could see them. Like it was an Easter egg hunt or some shit. Just, just dropping condoms in on me. I'm sitting here like, who keep leaving condoms? I would take them up. But I'm just like, I'm like, who's keep randomly leaving condoms around and shit? Like, it's cool. You know, and then, and it used to be fucked up because when, when I was in college, she would just pass me off like bags of condoms now. Like, it would be like she would take all the free condom stuff from in the paper bag and pass it off to me. And like where that was, was her way. Up, just where was she getting all these condoms from? From the uh, from the nurse. From the, the free clinic. They were not there. Yeah, they, they were not there. They were not Trojan. Yeah, those were yeah like the, they was the all NYC and shit that I didn't want to use. Oh, you getting yeah. NYC condoms? Uh, nah, but no, there was it was some Durex mixed in with this shit though. I ain't even yeah. so it was cool. But like once again, it's the communication barrier. So like now with my pops now, I feel like my pops. I always felt like, and I'm not gonna hold you. Like I was waiting on the day. Like. He's going to give me the conversation. We're going to have to have this conversation. I've heard about the birds and the bees so much. Like somebody How old were you? How old were you? How old were you? How old you? I, I don't even know. I, I, I couldn't even. I probably, I want to say maybe 17 or 18. That's too late. Sure. Maybe like, the fact that you was anticipating like that, though, is different for me, my wait. nigga. Like, that's crazy. The fact that you're like, I can't wait for this shit. Like, like damn, my nigga. I, like, that's, I mean, it's different for me. As a, I feel like as a kid, you know, again, like maybe 12, 13, I wouldn't be anxious to be having that conversation about my private parts. So, That's one thing. Like, as a kid, I'd probably be like, nah, dad. Not so, so that was not my problem with that, though, because I feel like the reason why it even didn't happen the way how I saw it, because my father is just generally not a talkative person. I told you, he don't Can you cut, describe how it happened? I would love to know. So, how, so how, so, how so we see so we, it happening? So I saw it happening. I ain't even gonna lie, because he wasn't a talkative person. I thought he was gonna write me a letter or some shit, like, and it was gonna be, <laughs> like the rules of engagement for sex this or some shit. Dick. Yeah, this, this is, is your dick. This, this, this is, yeah, <laughs> but um, now nah, we was ordering food one time, uh, and I never forget because like this is like the closest that me and my pops ever had a conversation about pussy, like real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we ordering food, we sitting down, you know, it, we was just chilling, you know, making small talk because, like I said, he's not a big talker, so I'm just trying to get into his world a little bit, like you know, like you'll have everything, whatever, whatever, and like so he looks me in my eye, like, and I'm just sitting here, like. Like, what's going on here? And like, he's like, don't fall asleep on the women. And then he chuckled and shit. I was just like, the fuck? I was like, what, what the fuck was that? Like, that that was just the was first the time I even heard. That, that was the conversation. That was the nope. first time I ever heard him mention anything about, like, even dealing with women. When he's never given me, like, game, how to approach women, da, da, da. But he looked at me out of the blue. And it came randomly. He was like, don't fall asleep on the women. So I just remember going home and I was thinking, like, this nigga just gave me the birds and the bees conversation just now. Like, like that, that was it. But that was his real short wasn't version. Clear. So, Yo, that's and, and that's, so it, it wasn't like, clear. That was like fucking Yoda. He hit you with one of those shits where it wasn't reverse and the shorts. Fall asleep on women, don't. Flash, uh, he probably never even believe. He probably don't even remember saying this shit to you. But it's crazy how you internal you you internalize this and you remember this shit forever. Like he, you probably ask him about it. He be like, "What?" Yeah, I, I want to ask the obvious question. Like Flash, do you fall asleep on the woman? Like, he be like what? Look, yo, so yo, look, yo, Flash, that, what did you take from that? What did you take from that? So, so me, 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 hearing that, the only thing I took from it was that, like, yo, you you can't let these women catch you slipping. That means you mm-hmm. you can't go to sleep before her. Because going to sleep before a woman is a sign of weakness. Um, but I don't know if it 
I don't know if I really use the lesson wisely because I know for me, if I if I nut, like I don't even know if I get the sheet to my body before I go to sleep. But <laughs> it's more or less like that was his lesson though. Like that was the only nut lesson the nigga ever it. gave me in terms of yo, sex. That, I'm so, telling you so, that, so, that that so, is the closest. Yo, that is the so that dad, is the most my so pops has ever told, so you, wait, told you, me about sexual. Your dad taught you, you basically to fuck him to sleep. That's it. Basically, fuck him to sleep. That's it. Your flash, flash. Got First it. off, you sound you sound stupid, okay? Bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, you. Don't, this is how our don't go to sleep set before up. these women again. <laughs> Bro. Because they might kill you in your sleep. Yo, <laughs> you, have to, you have to understand how weird it was for my pops to we, even nigga. mention sex. Like he's not the verbal, verbose person in terms of he wants to have these type of conversations. My nigga. You created a whole conversation out of like six words, my nigga. Relax, your imagination was like lit. That's rude. Go find a Don't fall asleep on the girl. You gotta understand how how non-talkative of a of a person my pop is. He rapping to all the lines, nigga. He put confusing. Those was deep words, man. Those was deep words. What will you be like as a father, though? Like, how do you want to have that conversation with see, your son? You see, I'm I, I'm a, I'm a talkative nigga, so I'm gonna just tell my, my my kid like, yo, you like whatever, um, woman or boy, man child, whatever. But it's like I'm gonna tell him, like, yo, you got a dick, you got a pussy, like, yeah, you. Right. I'm gonna let them know right. about the fact that I'm gonna teach them real sexual education okay. and shit. I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, let's, I'm let's, not pulling wait, back. Wait, no wait, 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 wait. Let's let's personalize it. What if it was Journey? I'm telling her. Right. I talked to Journey like a like a, a, a real nigga anyway. Okay. Like Journey is <laughs> one years old by the way. It doesn't matter how right. old she is, man. Exactly. She understands me. She a baby. Like I, I just wanted to make sure we was putting it in the context. I don't I don't believe I in baby talk, nigga. You gotta talk to them so like they real people. I hate this so much. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yo, Flash, Flash. All right, wait, wait, wait. You know, I'm not even going to go into your yeah. shit, man. I, I, yo, your shit, your shit, you were too easy to get at. But I don't gonna... give a damn, nigga. It's my life, bro. Get him, shake, Get him, shake. When we, when, we when, we when we talk about the sex talk, right? Um, mm. I'm a firm, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, the way Mo has set it up, I feel like that is beneficial. But mm. I feel like it's definitely my job as the dad to talk to my son about sex. And... To be prepared to talk to my son about sex. And I feel like it's the mom's job to talk to the daughter about sex. And I mean, if I have to and the mom is not available for whatever reason, I feel like as a dad, I would have to, no matter how uncomfortable it is. I feel like the sex talk is necessary for parents to have with their kids, but we mm. are so uncomfortable with it that we don't talk about it. Now, Flash was talking about a whole bunch of different types of talk that his father had to him in his in these four words. Like he 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 filled in the gaps for everything. You know what I'm saying? This is different between man and a female. This is different between man and a female. This is this this is what sex is about. This is all that shit, right? But these are these are age appropriate conversations that we should have with our kids. I, like for me personally, I feel like their ages where you have certain mm-hmm. conversations with them. Now, I feel like the first conversation is at about eight years old when you tell them the difference between males and females. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when they should understand that. Then you got the twelve year old conversation where you talking to them about actual sex, like you know what I'm saying, like because this is when they're act they're about to start having sex. Let's be honest with you, they may or may not, but they could start having sex at that age. You understand what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. want them to be as educated as possible, and then at sixteen, 
that's when I have the fuckboy conversations. Fuck you, TJ. Um, so <laughs> I have. That's when I be like, yo, how many girls you fucking with? You know, you using condoms? You would you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you still a virgin? Questions like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm not to necessarily turn him into a fuckboy, but like, I want to have those fun conversations with my son when he's at 16, shit like that. And, and you don't want to make it. You don't want to make him uncomfortable to share with you. And, you know, as a dad, as a dad, like, I, this is how I actually planned out my talks. I planned them out. You know what I'm saying? And when I hear that, you know, people have kids who are 15, 16, I'll ask them, did you have the sex talk with your kids? And they'll be like, nah. And I'll encourage them to have that talk. I actually spoke to a young lady one time. I told her to talk to her son about sex. He's about 15 now. And she was like, um, she was like, she, I, so I gave her a few examples of talking to her son, but she fucked it all up. She, like, she went, she just out of nowhere started asking them, you know, hey, quick, so take that name out. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, son. His name, Jesus Christ. Hey, hey, son. Hey, son, you, are you, are you, are you having sex? Is there anybody in class you'd like to have sex with? Do you like yeah. giving head? Do you like getting head and stuff oh, like that? Oh, 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 it was oh. so, it was so awkward, yo. It was so awkward. The kid was like, whoa, whoa. Whoa! Uh, he didn't want to talk That's about it at the moment. Mom. But the crazy thing is, is when she had that conversation with him, she, the next day or two, he started conversing with her about different things. About like you know, there's this kid in my class. He wants to have sex with this girl. You know, I really like her. And this, that, and the third. Like I feel like when you open those doors, when you actually open those doors, and not just like imply that you're opening it, you give the kids permission to you. You make it easier for your kid to share with. And you make it easier for your kid to help to let you into their life. You feel what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. they feel like you're kind of down to earth. So, like, this is a, this is a necessity in these conversations if you want to have a closeness with your children. And that's my opinion on the sex talk. And dad should definitely give their son the sex talk, but moms, I feel like that they should deal with the girls. I, and- I agree. Each gender, sh- each gender should do each yeah, gender, gender, but I think it's really powerful to have a woman speak to their son about what it's like, you know, to treat a girl, you know what I mean? Like for that first time or when you are having sex. And it's, to me, it's just as valuable to hear the male's perspective as a young girl. So I would love Mm -hmm. to hear my father tell me about what he thinks too, but I like gender to gender, but I think both like, so I agree with Mo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like the idea that Mo presented to like both parents Discuss mm-hmm. and come up with a plan of how you're gonna teach your kids about that mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. you know, because you your kid gonna be your kid yeah. and they might be sensitive to either person approaching them about the subject, you know, mm-hmm. so they may be more receptive to one versus the other. So having a conversation mm-hmm. about it in advance does sound dope, but that sounds like you were raised by two parents that actually like communicated, and that's a blessing. Absolutely. I don't, I don't, I wasn't that fortunate to have both to be able to do that type of level mm-hmm. of communication. Um, what about you? What about you, though, man? What the birds and the bees talk? You birds and the bees talk, bro. Uh, my my dad gave me the birds and the bees talk. Um, my dad's pretty fire. He uh he used mm-hmm. to be a truck driver, and when he was a truck driver, he used to drive across country in like an eighteen wheeler. He was an owner operator of his own truck, and he worked for a moving company. And we would move furniture. Um, and I used to drive him every summer, and we would go. I've been to every state in the U.S. Um, now because of my man Boogie, shout out to you, Boogie. I've been to every state in the U.S. now, and um, yes, sir. My pop was a big uh, tribute to that. So when we was driving cross country, we got the DMX album. It's dark and hell is hot. 
and this was back to like nineteen ninety eight. We had the cassettes, right? And we would listen to the cassette tapes when we would drive on the road. Now that was an explicit album, and I was like thirteen years old when that uh, when we was listening to that album. And um, the song, uh, what type of games are being played? How's it going down? It's all until it's gone, but yeah, I got to know now. Did you give me your what? You give me your what? Right. Kind of give me your butt. Because honey, you're trying to give me your butt. What? What? So when yes. that song came on, uh, he t- was asking me about sex. He was like, have you ever, I mean, he said, you ever use your penis yet? I was like, what? That's he what said, he said. You ever use it? Yeah, he said, you using, you using your penis yet? I was like, nah. I said, other than, you know, use the bathroom. He was like, okay, cool. He said, you let anybody see it yet? I was like, nah, nah, ain't let nobody see it yet. He says, I just want you to know there's this, this responsibilities that come along with you showing people it. He said, I want oh, you really? to, I want you, yeah. Oh. He was like, I want you to know that those are adult things. So just know that when you're ready to show it to people, you're doing adult stuff. So be prepared for the adult responsibilities that come behind it. And that was the birds and the bees talk, you know, what I mean? me and my pops. See? And, and uh, I, yeah. it was pretty fire. Pretty fire. I, w- I wish I had that. Cause like I said, once again, there was no talk about. I don't even think I heard my pop say the word penis. Like, mm-hmm. so. That's, Flash, that's if, I was, if I was your daddy, I would have educated you. But you're not, nigga, so shut the fuck up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like you missed up? He keeps, he keeps wanting to be this nigga's daddy. Mash, do you feel like. What, the the conversation you had with your father was enough? Is there anything that you would want him to add to that or take away from that? Or you feel like it was just enough? I feel like it was just enough because my mother was a social worker. And she did the things that, right. that flash mobs did and put condoms everywhere. So I knew about the, I do about the mechanics of it, mm. you know what I mean? Through like my moms and my, my older sister and like knowing about the world of sex, you know. But that part yeah. from my dad was enough to get that insight about the responsibility right. that comes along with taking Absolutely. my dick out. Yo, yo, did you did you ever get it wrong the first few times trying to put the condom on and shit? No. I practiced a I lot. I used to, we used to make a lot of water okay. balloons because my mom used to get those NYC condoms. So I used to make condom water balloons, and you know I practiced with it a lot before I learned actually how to fuck mm. it up. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, mm. I, yeah. Wait, so you just put a condom on your dick you at it? times just to make sure? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, 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 I want to know if everybody learned like me because I, I used to like run off, lock the door. I ain't gonna lie, I did the same shit. I thought that was what you're supposed to do, like to practice and learn. Like fuck, like I mean, as a young guy, I wasn't in. It was common. <laughs> so you would get hard just by yourself. Yeah, you got yeah, to like summon your dick so and flat. shit. And so flat. Interesting. Flat. So you didn't yeah. you didn't take all you didn't take all your mama's bananas and shit. And, and nah, I wasn't doing. I was putting no condoms on my mom's bananas, bro. <laughs> Somebody got to eat that. <laughs> she fuck you up. She fuck you up. You wasting her bananas. What? She gonna taste mad, mad yeah. plastic. Why do you bananas taste? Or cucumbers? Uh, on a nah, cucumber? Nah, I wouldn't use a cucumber because that was just too big for me. My dick wasn't that big back then. I was just like, it's intimidating. Watch your mouth, yeah, watch your motherfucking mouth. I'm saying, I love that. So, yo, Boogie, Boogie, did you get the birds and the beast talk from your pops? Unfortunately, no. I had to kind of fish that out myself. Got you. Did, did yeah. You, do you do you did you want it? Did you seek it like Flash did? To be honest, I didn't even know to seek it. I just just what you know. I don't know. It's just a conversation where it was like we never had, so it was too late to go back and be like, "Hey, I never had this talk." Too kind of too busy already in the midst of figuring it out. As a as a kid, it's it's so awkward. You don't think you need it, though. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that's an important. It's not a necessity. 
to you as a kid? I feel like as a kid, I'm just not mm-hmm. thinking about having that conversation with my parents, I guess. Exactly. Like, like when, when Flash was talking about the anticipation of it or, or whatever, I'm thinking of like, like, again, like it just never dawned on me as a kid to even have that kind of anticipation to have that with my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know, it's just every upbringing is different. Like, it just never dawned on me to even, you know, have that kind of questions with them. Yeah, I, I guess like the anticipation for me probably also came from knowing like my pops was like a collector of Playboys and porn and mm. Kama Sutra books and shit. So I'm sitting here like, this nigga clearly know about sex. So like, what the Why fuck? Why he not like, dropping the knowledge on me, yeah. bro? I could be 10 years out. ahead of game right now. He got like, bad like, knowledge of some in the attic. Like he just and keep I, like, all the game. And he wasn't and in a position where you could like just directly ask him that question. Am I correct? Well, that's the thing though. Once again, that, that's never, that was never our relationship. And because so, so, you know, no, no, to what um I forget who mentioned it earlier, Gosh. maybe it was Shake, but like he never set that platform for even offering the space to say like, yeah, hey, yo, you you know, use your dick yet or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I so, feel like so, there wasn't an environment for me to even come forward to even, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Flash, not not at that adult. age anyway, not at that Flash, age. So let me ask you a question though: as an adult, and you used to fuck with your pops, like you know, his, his porno magazines and his own and his tapes and shit. Would you ever bring that to his attention, like as an adult? Like, yo, nah, he know I, I did it. I used he to. I was so, there. so why would you would never have that conversation? though? you wouldn't. Nah, let, because... You wouldn't let him listen to the porn episode. He can listen to the porn episode. That's fine, but he would just oh, laugh really? because because I feel like my pops also wasn't trying to hide sex from me. Like even even if we saw some titties on TV or some shit, he wasn't like the one to jump and change the channel. He probably just mm-hmm. sit there and laugh like titties on the Yo, screen or something. How many shit of like y'all? That. How many of your parents? How many of your parents used to do that shit? Like close your eyes when the titties come right. out. Right. Like, when you was watching the movies, my pop would never say that, that shit. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, my parents did never did that neither. All the time. Mine didn't do that either. The women Mine, in my family did that. Yo, my yo, my grandmother. Yo, I was watching um White Man Can't Jump, and I think I remember the shit. Rosie Perez. Yes, she did. Yes, she had titties. And I remember, I remember watching that movie, thinking it was all about basketball and shit. And my grandma was watching the same shit in the living room. And when them titties came out, since she flew from the fucking living room and, and knocked us out. <laughs> oh, God. She shut this shit down, so, nigga. I, think, I feel like the only time that titties was acceptable in my household is on Roots. Like, you could watch Roots and titties would be good. But, you know, it just wasn't sexy. That it wasn't is sexy funny. at all. That is a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. Only time titties wasn't sexualized, it was okay to be watching titties. Like, when we watched Roots... It was yeah. okay. Nobody was beefing. Was okay. Like, oh, close your eyes. It was like, oh, it's okay. We can watch these cities. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my fun. gosh, that's hilarious. I'm telling you, man. I don't. I don't know if it's a Jamaican thing or what's Indian things, but like they need to do better job to talk about like sex and shit. Absolutely, I agree, and I think it's I'm a Caribbean thing, and it's because I, their parents ain't talk to them about it. That's you know, and, that, and like, you might be. Uh, I was going to allude to that, like it, the, the monster yeah. that they was in. As our parents is probably like they probably yeah, had a lot they, more they, shit to deal with than poor. My mom did a good job. They dealt with shit. Yeah, I know not everybody's dope. Not everybody's um open and dope like your mom, TJ. I feel like a lot of people just have a hard time opening up to their kids. I think my mom tried to talk to me about sex, but she didn't really talk to me about sex. And you shut and you shut her down. Did you shut her down like I did my dad? Because my dad, he, my dad came came to me and actually said birds and the bees, and I was automatically turned off to the conversation. No, I think my mother just. (laughs) I think my mother asked me a question. No, they. My mother asked me the question. She asked me the question. She said, "You having sex?" And I was like, "No." And then she was like, "Okay, well, I can find out. I can take you to the GYN." When she said that, I was like, "Nah." That was it. That was the whole conversation. I was like, "Nah, I'll go." But my, you don't gotta she take me. I had already went anyway. That. Remember me and TJ? We went to. We already. I went already. Of course, she didn't know. Feel, but I was I like, know. 
I, I feel like, like that method turns you off to and that that type yeah. of method right there will turn you off to talking to your mom. I mean, that was kind of direct sex. though, Mo. You know what I mean? No, it's like, it's like it's like I, I can <laughs> find out. I can find out if you are. Yeah. Okay, don't play yeah, that's, that's it a, seems more. I won't say aggressive, but I definitely was direct. And, and then yeah, I was like, like yeah, okay. So after that, that was that was it. I, yeah, I, I don't know what else you say after that. But I was it, about to say, like, what else do you say? It, it seems I more like say. you're trying to accuse me than talk to me about it. You know what right. I mean? You're like, I don't want to be accused. Like, they, but that's they, Caribbean parents. They don't care. I feel like I feel like there's a need for there's a need for um people to like guide parents on how to teach their kids or how yeah. to be comfortable teaching their kids. There's a need for that right there. You definitely know. gotta be sensitive about it. You don't come out. You don't definitely don't come at them like that. You gotta absolutely. Be like, you gotta be absolutely in energy where it's like makes them want to talk. I mean, because right. that's why you're there. You gotta get them to open up. Like so, child. So that so that takes me to my next point in terms of like with technology and information becoming more available. How has the role of fatherhood changed over time? Like you know, now fathers are more community. Well, now shake you. You're a good example. Now as a father, you're more communicative than your father was. Right to your children. Mm-hmm. That's because I'm a that, different nigga. That's because okay. I'm a different nigga. Okay. And what has led to you being a different nigga than your father? From your experience with your father. I feel like my, I feel like I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like um Flash. I feel like I crave, I, I kind of needed that in my life. Like as you get older, you realize how necessary this information was and how much like I, I would have, I would have appreciated getting a lot of this information earlier in my life. You know what I mean? And that's why, you know, and and, and and moving on from just the sex conversation, you want, you want to talk about like, um, like how technology has changed being a dad? I don't know. Like, um, I feel like we're exposed to a lot more these days. Not even like technology. I just want to talk about exposure. I feel like they make it more necessary to have these conversations with your kids. Not only, not only the sex conversation, they make uh, the gay conversation also necessary because that's becoming really ingrained in society now too. Like men are kissing on TV now. That's mm-hmm. a new thing that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to talk to your daughters and your sons about this now. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like it's it's society has made things as society makes things more accessible. You need to learn to get with it, and not everybody is gonna do it, but you have to. And I feel like. With me, possibly, maybe the, I'm different from my dad because I was exposed to so much more and mm-hmm. um, in this day and age, you know? Got you. Got you. I I think that um, in terms of the role... No, no, no. Not, I don't have nothing to say about that. I want to pose a question to you, Mo. Do you think that the role of fatherhood changed over time? Um, I do feel the role of fatherhood changed over time because a lot of times, I think back in the day, the father more so played the background. That's kind of how, I, you know, I recall it. But nowadays, even in my from the work that I've been doing as, as well, you know, I'm a social worker. I've seen where there's fathers that are the primary caretaker for their children. Okay. So fathers is taking the children to school. The fathers is the one trying to, you know, it's in the shelter with the children trying to get permanent housing. Nice. And the father is the head of the, and the father's the head of the household. So where we come in is what service, and that's what one thing that we are big on. What services can we provide for the father as support? Everything is geared towards the mother, you know, really. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. I love to see on the cases that I deal with when the father is the primary person. It's like, how can we support this dad? Because they already get a bad rap. But here it is, a father's taking on the rap and he's by himself with his children and you don't normally see that. So we don't want him to fail. We want to give him everything that he needs so that these children can remain with him because I don't know why people sometimes feel like, like even if it's a baby, oh, uh, give it to the maternal grandmother. 
can't. Okay, I understand that, but there's a father. Right. Why are we exiting him out of the picture? Because it's a baby. Right. No, he has to learn how to deal with his. That's his child, right? right. So we we're not going to just jump to a grandparent if the mother can't do it. Where's the father? Bring the father in. Nothing wrong with the father's rights. Where's he involved in that? That is his child. So we have to include the father. So I would say, yes, things have definitely changed, at least from my vantage point, from what I'm seeing. And as far mm-hmm. as family, you know, the father's getting more in- involved in their children. You know, not all, you know, I don't want to discredit, you know, we know it's not perfect, but I want to recommend the fathers that I've seen in my contact that's really like the sole provider for their children. Right. You know? Yo, yeah. so. Yo Mo, who's, who's, mm-hmm. who's usually, who's really quick to like jump to like the maternal grandma? And I feel like, that is something. Well, PGM, yeah. Yeah, people like, usually do that. Or to PGM, right. So then you kind of hear the history. Like, where's the father? Like, I had just had a recent case where one of the kids we released to the father, you know? And he was and he was like, no, I want my child. And actually, and honestly, his living situation wasn't the best. So we still made a plan. We said, okay, well, how about, thank you for being honest with us because we need to, you know? And he felt like, you know, the house that he was staying in had a lot of traffic. He was like, I don't want to bring my daughter there. But the maternal grandmother agreed for the father to stay in the house with her. You understand? So he okay. still felt supported. Right. You know, he still felt that he was working and he was like, you know, now we got it. And we said, we can give you a daycare voucher. But if, if but if grandma doesn't mind watching the baby, right. So now him and the grandmother have a rapport. They have their own plan going on mm-hmm. and it works for them. You know, so, so he goes to work. He's taking care of his child. The grandmother allowed him to live it because, you know, that's her daughter's, you know, she was like, no, I'm going to be there for my grand. And if the father's there, I'm going to support him too. Sound like even though, co-parenting. That's right. Like real good co-parenting. I feel like mm-hmm. as, a, as a parent, Male or female, as a single parent, male, male. Mm-hmm. I think even as a parent in general, not even single in couples, whatever. Having support mm-hmm. is necessary. Like yeah. having support mm-hmm. just makes things so much easier. Having somebody there to help you Absolutely. out. So I feel like him having the grandmother there or the maternal grandmother is right. like that. That's clutch, right there. Having mm-hmm. ha- having a tribe makes it even better. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if, if if I don't have if I'm not around, I want my kid to be around Boogie. And I want, and I want to know that my my kid is safe because he around Boogie, and Boogie not gonna allow no fuck shit to happen around my kid. Mm-hmm. And Boogie gonna do right Facts. to raise my kid because he, I expect that he's my man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's he's a part of the tribe. You know, so mm-hmm. having that type of environment around your kid or your family as a whole is is so important in, in, in terms of fatherhood. Father. Absolutely. Yeah, when you trust like that trust. I feel you on that. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love this question because when I think of like the evolution of a father, I go all the way back to like maybe even slavery days where you really couldn't, they couldn't even own their children. And we kind of blended this episode with Juneteenth and Father's Day. They had no Mm -hmm. jurisdiction over their their family, really. They weren't fathers. They were Mm -hmm. not fathers. Yeah, they were property. Slavery stripped them of that ability to be fathers. Uh Yeah. And so when we finally got the opportunity to get married and have our own little families, you know, when they jump the broom and stuff like that, you're still on the plantation, but you jump the room, that's you getting married and and wanting and and caring for your family that you created. I feel like everything has changed throughout the years. And I love where we're going now, because I remember back in the day, like my father is not very communicative, I'm sure. And he didn't have his father in his life. And he says that that was a lot of the issues and why he he thinks he was a great father now, but I mean, he's like, you know, I didn't have a father in my life, so no one <laughs> was there to teach me. I'm sorry. What was so funny, Mo? Oh, you said that you said your father said that he feels he's a great father. That he was. A great I mean, father? I think he he thought. I think he thinks that he was a good father. Yeah. Oh. And I would actually like, kind of disagree a little bit, but it, you know, he now. would say, 
Yeah, he's a completely changed man right now that he's older, but Mm -hmm. he kind of grew up in the era where it was okay to beat women. It was okay, you know, to, I don't know, like that was the Mm -hmm. era. It was uh, normalized, you know what I mean? And that role of that male figure is changing throughout time. Like back in the day, maybe fathers weren't as, you know, like, attached to their child nowadays you see the fathers carrying the baby on in the little baby carrier on the front you know taking them to soccer practice cooking cleaning doing all the things helping with homework having the birds and the bees talk being like that that father that you saw on tv yeah girl Mm -hmm. dads are big now you know so shout shout out uh, to c-roy yeah yeah and then having dates with your son you know i'm taking my son to the barbershop you know like i love to see stuff like that that you maybe you didn't see back in the day because maybe the father was more of that provider role working and you know maybe disciplining where your mom is like don't let me call your father you know wait till your father come home you know like Mm -hmm. that role is kind of changing a little bit and i love it i love to see the single fathers i love to see the co-parenting. I love to see fathers that value being one unit and make the marriage work and set that example. Uh, I love all versions of it. And I'm happy where we are today. And I think we can always improve, but I'm happy where we are today. I love seeing, you know, fathers be fathers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I I definitely feel like technology has helped out like social media where, you know, you just have a lot of good fathers just able to like just put out videos and just help spread that word organically to like thousands and millions of followers or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I do think though, however, in terms of just like us, in terms of how we grew up, I always, like, even though technology is allowing for that, like, that positive image to spread for fathers in terms of just, like, showing how they naturally do, handling all aspects of both mother and fatherhood, I do think that, like, the direct communication that we talked about, I feel like that's always, I don't know, like, technology, I feel like, makes direct communication lost in the source. Like, a lot of people just going online for this info, and it's like, I feel like you always need to have your mother and father directly there. Like, you're always going to need that direct conversation. So, True. I'm, like... In terms of father figures and technology, you know, just in terms of initial question, like I always feel like like you always gonna need that father figure. Like there's no father on the internet or, or TV. That's it. That, yeah. The internet cannot substitute for the real thing. I get yeah, you. like you can get advice from any father on the internet, but your right. your own father got to be the person right. that really give you that primary yeah. advice. Is what I want to hear my own. Right. Or really should or really should. Should, but doesn't mean that you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I I know a lot of people that got father figures from different things, from TV dads, from, you know, the uncle, the neighbor, the music that you listen to. For real. (laughs) Yes, Uncle Phil. Like, I listen to a lot of music and it's like I get a lot of learnings and just education from that. Like, whether it be, you know, some Jay-Z verses from way back when, when he was first coming in the game, but Notorious B.I.G., like the camera from when he first came into the game, it's like, I don't want to say folly versus, but like in terms of like education or just learning about street, like things on the street or just, you know, growing up, it's like, like you can get it online or, or, or TV or whatever, but you should always ha- kind of have that understanding from someone who's really close to home, you know, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say Biggie Smalls? Did you say Biggie Smalls was a father figure to you? No, I mean, I'm just talking about in terms of influence, in terms of like how music has influenced me in terms of yes. education. Okay. Um, I, I agree with like, that like, 100%. Juvenile, like, like, even I, just sex songs. From the male perspective. From the male perspective. Yes, I get that. I agree with that 100%. A lot of yeah. people were influenced by, you know, the culture of hip-hop. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Agreed and that technology has influenced that even more. Like like rappers now, they don't have just music. They got a YouTube channel, Instagram right. page, TikTok, and it's like that influence is spread. And it's like, you know, that father figure should still be kind of greater than internet guy or, or whoever that personality is. That depends on the relationship. Too much of a no, tangent on that. No, that, I think it depends on the relationship to the, the father and the per- and the kid. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if, the, if the father's absent, then I can see why that other figure would be more dominant in their life. You know, I think about how technology can make, like, can maybe diminish the father. You know, that's what I was thinking about. Like, how it can maybe overshadow it. I feel like tech just gives people perspective as far as, like, you can see different images or, or like, what being a father looks like. You can see representation mm-hmm. with people that look like you and people that don't look like you and shit. So, I, I think tech makes it easier, but that's, that's me personally. Yeah. I think also also it can like teach parents. Uh, I guess tech can also help parents communicate with their kids a little bit. They, yeah, like we've you, seen other examples, YouTube, YouTube right. videos, mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of um, yeah. Like if you want to know something, just look it up. Like That's you a don't fact. you don't have to know it all as a parent. That's true. That's true. I mean, we That's just had true. the pandemic where most of the kids was in school. Them Zoom meetings, I don't, I'm not sure it's effective for them. That's why. That's why I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm weary of technology being overused in terms of like direct parenting. But anyway, that was just in response to. So, so when I think of tech, I'm just thinking like data, bro. Like it, even if you don't want to get consumed by the algorithms and all this other shit, uh-huh. but use the data because the data is out there from people who mm-hmm. either can give you better knowledge about something, a book, a reference, whatever. But like use it accordingly to like what works for you. Word. How do you talk to your daughter about her menstruation cycle? Like you can find that online. You can find really right. good examples. That might be in a YouTube <laughs> tutorial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't just don't just throw a mag- don't just throw a pad at her. But like you know, now you can have babies. Have a good clean day. up, clean <laughs> up, clean up. Welcome to womanhood. Use the You know what I mean? So there's, exactly. there's, I, I can definitely see that aspect of how technology makes things easier. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so that was today's episode. Uh, thank you for Before listening. Before I finish, to wait, uh, I want to oh, shout oh, out my okay. dad. Oh, oh, you know what? You 100% right. Go ahead, TJ, my bad. Go ahead. Bust it, baby. Bust it. I do want to shout out my dad. He wasn't the greatest dad growing up. We did deal with some foolishness, but when I sit back and think about, and I, I don't know if Juneteenth really put a stamp in my heart for this episode, but when I think of what our people have gone through and what it's like to come to this state. So my father's from Trinidad and he migrated here um, and became an entrepreneur. He's owned multiple restaurants, um, Caribbean restaurants in Brooklyn. He's retired now. He's 84 years old. But just to think about how difficult that is to be an entrepreneur back in the day, not having to work for no man. And he hated, and he would always say that not working for nobody. So I want to give him his flowers right now. I, and I get to call him after this and just let him know like how difficult that could have been and how grateful I am for that. I, I had that entrepreneurial spirit in me and I'm sure a part of that comes from him and he's nice in the kitchen. Both of my parents are nice in the kitchen. So I'm sure I get that from them. Um, but shout out to my dad. He wasn't always the greatest, but I know that he didn't have the greatest example. And mm. I want to give him flowers for the things that he did do well. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Shout out to that king. I'm a, I'm a shout out to my dad because like he definitely had to. I, I figured out his quirks, so I, uh, you know, and even though I may not agree with everything that he does and and all this other shit, I still like learn to love him beyond like who I thought he was because I because 
people are allowed to grow. So I love like his growth and like his his love for his granddaughter and him still also learning to express himself better and all this other shit. So I see the growth. So just because of that alone, like I, I'm always going to have love for my pops and whatnot. So yeah, that, that's me. Shout out to that king. I, 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 me personally, I wanna if I'm I'm I, I wanna shout out my dad. You know he was he was around. That's a, that's that's my nigga right now. But my thing is, I, I wanna shout out to all dads. Right, be a dad when when you when your kids are young. Be a dad to your kids while they're young. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if you wait till they're in their twenties and thirties to try to become a dad, it's it's kind of late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Try, uh, so mm-hmm. I try to be a dad. Because so many people do that shit. They realize the error in their ways when they get yeah, older. And they want to try to be parents now. Like, That's my it's, dad. It's, it's late. So let's 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 try to let's try to be dads to our kids now and try to communicate with our kids now and try to show them how much we love them now because we don't know we don't know what tomorrow. And I agree. you know, before you know it, they're not gonna need you because we're older way longer than we younger. You know what yeah. I mean? So while they're young, let's show them how much you love them. And I feel like as dads, let's learn to communicate a little better. I agree. And you know what? It's so funny about what you just shared, uh, Shake. <laughs> so my dad never said I loved you growing up. I mean, the way that I felt like he loved us was he'll take us to the movies or he'll take us to a park. He would never get on a ride or interact with us. But I felt like that was his way of showing love. Now he's 84. I get on the phone with him. And he's just like, all right, love you. Have a good day. He's the main person in like, yeah. you know, like saying it. And I'm just like, I don't love you too. And you're okay. just like thrown <laughs> off by it, right? Yeah, you all right? <laughs> but now yeah. he's throwing out, I love you more more than ever. And I just, mm-hmm. and I love him back. I love you too, daddy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, he yeah. now knows what he didn't do back in the day. And he's like, all right, let me do mm-hmm. it now. And I respect that. Yeah. But you're right. It's mm-hmm. nice to love on your kid when they're little, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want to. So I'm going to talk and mine is going to. I'm trying to make you short, but I also want to. You have two dads. Give, so. give a, I have to. Yeah, ahead, I give some pers- I want to give some perspective. So I want to shout out my dad um, who has now passed away. Your biological. Um, I just, you're my biological father. All right. Um, King. Yes. And I just want to say, you know, and I remember my father being there all the time when I was younger. And this is to fathers. And I'm speaking from a daughter's aspect. Just make sure that you're, you know, that you are in your child's life or try to be in your child's life um, as much as possible. Because I, just during his transition, like I think about him not being around when I was so much younger, but in his transition to passing, my father called me for certain things, like may, actually made me the primary person to that they would have to reach out to if anything happened. And I just found that so weird because, you know, you wasn't really around. Yeah. His healthcare proxy, emergency but contract. In, right. But in, you know, but in his transition, it was like, I was that go-to person. So I, you know, so I was really spending a lot of time with him as he was transitioning to the other side, which was, which was crazy, you know? So, um, and that was hard too. Cause it's like, you know, you have kind of pressure on you, but it's like, uh, you know, and I say, I don't know you. Like, of course I know you're my father, but we didn't have, that's that relationship, connection. yeah. 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 I want to shout out. Go ahead. No, not to interrupt want, you, but a lot of dads do count on their daughters to take care of them when they get older. Well, like, well he had three yeah. daughters. But, just, but he had three, but he had other. Yeah. But the difference there because he had two other daughters who resided okay. in the same household as him. Wow. Resided and lived with him. I did not mm. live with my father. But you, but you so the for one me, I was the oldest. I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah I'm the Got oldest you. out of the girls. So for me, yeah. it was kind of like, you know, but mm. it was what yeah. it was at that time. 
And that's what yeah. my mother always says, you know, like, that's what my mother's like, yo, he had, like, you're an amazing person because he, mm-hmm. you know, you were, you know, you were that go-to person, but he really wasn't around like that. I want to shout out my damn stepfather. I want to shout him out, too. <laughs> yes, that is my road dog. Pops. I don't care. It's it pops, right. yo. Every week, every it's weekend right. he come up here, he's like, he just the other day, just yesterday, he called me. We, you home? I said, yeah, I'm home. Oh, I'm c- coming. I came downstairs. He just gave me some chicken. Like, that's what my stepfather does. My stepfather's Antiguan, by the that's way. He's Antiguan. That's what I'm um, That is a lot of people, a lot of people, like people that might, you know, that might be listening probably don't know that my stepfather's my stepfather. Um, I don't they think call he's him, your real you know, father. They think he's my father. Right. Mm-hmm. That is my pops. Like, that is my ace. How long, how long has he been in your life? He's been in my life since I was th- about three. That's nice. Two nice. or three. That's how long nice. you been showing nice. up to your door with chicken, nigga? That shit is amazing. That's just how he is. Like he'll <laughs> <laughs> pull up with the And it's just so funny. I just feel like in his older in his older age, like I just think he's hilarious. Like that is my like I don't care. Him and my mother not together, but for his birthday, we going out for his birthday. I'm what like, mom, come on, we take. What do you call pops? Pops. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my pops. I want to shout out Pops, Pops too, my... because growing up, yeah. he was an amazing mm-hmm. father to Mo. Yeah. I remember him mm-hmm. helping her with homework. Mm-hmm. He was good at math. Work. You know, Monique yep. sucked at math. He helped with homework. He packed her lunch every day. Lunch. He was at every track yep. meet. Monique was this big track star. Yeah. He was at every track meet. He had yep. lunch every track yep. meet. He was amazing. He took her to practice. Like, he was really an amazing dad and yeah. you know he you know warded the guys away too i remember guys would call a house and yeah like, and it wasn't and he wouldn't say no the crazy thing is yo guys would call my house intimidated, my father though. would answer he would answer he wouldn't say don't call or nothing like that and he'd be like and i remember one time somebody must have been like oh like change their voice like oh this is jolie so my pops was like mo he was like Some boy on the phone there's a guy on the phone there's a boy on the phone for you like <laughs> but and he wasn't, you know, so people that would see him, they'd be like, yo, he looks so mean. He but my friends knew, yeah, but my friends like TJ and Mish and Mia, they'd be like, yo, like that's Mr. Fit. Like he's mad cool. He used yeah. to tell, they used to tell people like he's not mean, but he does, he has a mean face though. He doesn't smile. Like he wouldn't be smiling, but he's not mean. Like, and he would allow me to speak to people. He'd be like, oh, there's a boy on the phone. Like, <laughs> and I do want to say, you know, because mm-hmm. of your, you had such a positive experience. I think that mm-hmm. that can exist. And I know Kevin Samuels mm-hmm. is out there telling men, if she got kids, leave her the fuck alone. But right. you have an opportunity. And him and my mom, and I want to be clear too, him an and my mom was father, married. Father figure. Yeah. You could definitely they were married. Be, I just want to say that, yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> were married and they're not married anymore. Mm-hmm. And he still plays yeah. the role of your father. You know, Absolutely. every birthday Absolutely. he still brings her a birthday card. card he takes care of Noah as like his grandson too. Like, nice. yeah, we gonna uh, roll shit. Nice. Yeah, Noah so, be riding with us. Yeah. Don't go be somewhere. shy in in <laughs> taking on that role if that's what you're called for because yeah. it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Like, I love to to see that my best friend still had a father role and a father figure in her life mm-hmm. that wasn't even biological. It was such a blessing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. man, don't shy away from that either. Yo, TJ, yeah. hearing how much you love um, Mo's dad, it kind of reminds me of this TikTok meme that I had watched the other day when the guy was like, when they, his his son was like, I was going to buy you a best dad ever, but then I thought about Evan's dad. Evan's dad, he's the best dad. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's, that's fucked up. That's not right. Like, maybe second best, but then I thought about Tyshawn's dad. Like, and, and, love, and the crazy thing is, I love TJ's dad now. I think he's hilarious, and I think he's like, he's, you know, he's evolved full circle. Years, yeah. He's he evolved so much, and that was what made me grow his love. Yeah, he was like, you know who I am? I'm like, of course I know who you are. But he's like amazing. Now, I remember we went to Trinidad. He's like, be careful, girls, and be careful, and da-da-da. 
You know, so he's very, to me, more talkative and really has came from his older age. In his older age. Yeah. Shout out to Pops. Shout out to Pops. Yeah, Pops. Yeah. All right. So I just want to end it then, I guess, just saying happy Father's Day to all the fathers. I think I'm just speaking as someone who kind of understands that they probably got a lot of shit that they got to deal with. More importantly, some shit that they can't speak on or whatever, for whatever reasons that is. Fix it before you become a father, Boogie. Mm -hmm. I tasked that with you. I as a son, as a you know, speaking as a son, one hundred percent, absolutely, fix that shit. Um, yeah, but you know, just in terms of just the fathers, happy Father's Day to all of y'all. Um, I do want to thank you know for all the fathers. I just want to generally say, if it hasn't been said, we thank you for the things you taught us. I just want to say, I guess to my father in, in particular, thank you for the things that you have taught me, and I guess you know, thank you for the things you haven't taught me. I guess me finding out on my own kind of made me stronger. Right, mm-hmm. correct. So Absolutely. Yeah. I just say, you know, happy Father's Day. Okay. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Oh, oh man, yeah. Pull this out, bro. Pull this out, bro. Oh, right, right. Flash, flash didn't go. Nah, flash went. Flash went. Flash went. I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to talk my shit. Took your shit, homie. Took your shit, homie. So I want to give a special shout out to my father. I mean, you know how I was talking about moms before, and I said I had the best moms in the world. Yeah, I was like, no, you got the best moms. I got the best pops in the world. I'm going to tell you right now. You can take that. You can take that. Yeah, you can take that. Yeah. I got the best box in the world, but it it wasn't, it wasn't wasn't my whole life though. From like ages like one to like 14, he was the man and he was like, he was like everything. But from like 14 to 21, I couldn't stand this. He was the biggest cock blocker ever. He was like, really? he knew what I just learned now as a man is to never let nobody fuck you. And he would not allow me. As a child to fuck him. He was like, nah, little nigga, you, you not. <laughs> I like that explanation, You're not going to do like it. That. And he he, he, he he taught me by not teaching me to not let nobody fuck you, bro. Because he was not with the shits. Every time I bring a chick around, he shut it down. In his crib, he busting the door. I'm getting, I'm smoking cheeks in the middle of it. He kicked the door and boof, not in my house. <laughs> Get your ass. Get, clap. What? Back Get up. Out. Dead ass. Get you out. You were having sex. He bust open the door. Full and he throttle. said in his house. Full what did the girl do? House. What she, did the girl what do? What she do? She, she grabbed the sheets and tried to cover herself because he oh, kicked the door shit. in and then he clapped twice. Like he, it sounded like a gun. Like he was going clap, clap. But he clapped twice. He was like, right, Show us over. Show us and in my and where did he go? Where did he go? Did he, in his room. Was he waiting in, in the living room? room? Oh, very good. Because I want to be able to leave room. out the house in, with some dignity. I don't want the father exactly. to at me. You're walking shame yes, past right? me. Like, whatever. Let me put my clothes I mean, on. You already messed up the show, so John was done when he once he kicked in the door. Whatever dignity, whatever dignity she had, she lost that when he kicked the door. Oh. All right, let's yeah. be clear. She lost there was it. no mood to finish sex after that. That's no a, mood. That's a nah. run of shame, my nigga. You got to get the fuck go. out. He, he killed <laughs> that. He go. killed all the fun. He was the murderer of fun when it came to that. And mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't stand his guts. But as an adult now, I idolize him. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love my I love my father. Yeah. He taught me not to let nobody fuck you. You know what I mean? We're currently in a dispute right now of, of, of claims of, of, of that. But, you know, we're working it out. You know what I mean? I love him. I love everybody that's else. That's all it's about. But, so we're working it out. Facts. Mm-hmm. I idolize him and I love my father very much. Um, shout out to the fathers that I know. Shout out to Shake. 
Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Shout Father's Day, Shay. Out here doing amazing. Happy job Father's Day, Shay. You look like a father. You dancing like a father. Sit your behind. You definitely got to do that. That's the daddy jig. That's the daddy jig. All daddies know how to do that. And happy Father's Day to you guys. Happy Father's Day, Mash. Yeah, happy Father's Day to our tribe too. Yes, y'all eventually will be fathers, and so I'm I'm giving you your flowers now too. You guys are going to be amazing fathers. I tell you, happy Father's Day to everyone listening, and happy Father's Day. Love you. Love you. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to thesrpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday.